want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. And my money. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna Once rely a fucking game. No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want. Shit. As many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This would make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> now I'm the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What, go who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams, and I'm back in here for another week, another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this channel. This is the Wake Up Show. It's my coffee brewing. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Appreciate y'all for being here, and thank you for the early support. Man, we are living in some interesting times, man. And I want to let you guys know, Coach Stradamus is my nickname on Instagram. Many times I will make a prediction, hashtag Coach Stradamus, and it is a prediction that is not meant to be negative against a certain group of people. People think, and I'm going to put on my disclaimer, they really think I'm trying to be here negative against women and negative against blacks. Blacks, uh, you know, and all of these people, they think I'm racist against my own people. And all I want to do is just I'm just trying to shine a light on people who are using all kind of hope strategies, all kind of magic 
all kind of we're gonna make people pay the oppressors all of these damn strategies instead of picking your pants up right now and getting and tighten your own belt all right it is just amazing guys what i really want you guys to understand is when i do these live streams i'm trying to put men you and ladies there's some ladies that watch us shout out to the, the women of the feet picture gang in here hey I'm trying to put you in the best position. I'm trying to warn you. I'm trying to warn you that it is time. It is time. I mean, we're 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 getting into some really really crazy times. Here's what here's what's the basis going to be of this show. All right, the show where she does want to be saved, despite the fact that a lot of people will say these things. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. At some point, she don't want to be saved. All right, let a three hundred four be a three hundred four. All right, we always talk about these things. Um, but um. They're going to go through this period. They, they're going to go through this period because they're completely being misled. All right. But what I'm telling you is if you put yourself in the position of leverage, I'm always I'm always using the word leverage. If you put yourself in the position of leverage, you're going to be so far ahead of everyone else. It's ridiculous. And I want you. You really got to shed. You guys know you guys know uh, skin like uh, snakes when they shed their skin. You guys got to shed your skin of the last few probably decades worth the information that you've been indoctrinated with. You got to do a 180 in your mind, switch gears and get pushing forward. Because if you don't, you're going to be amongst the sheeples and lemming out here that are falling for just about anything at this particular point. Four boosters, eight pokes. I mean, it's outright insane, downright insane. And what's happening is a lot of the people who um who are going nowhere in life they're willing to succumb and submit and obey to the master, all right? The master for anything. And, and you got to understand these people were going nowhere anyway. So this was just a convenient excuse for them to do absolutely nothing. So in one instance, you're wondering why these people keep getting bamboozled by these goofballs here. announcement has been paid for by the new world order. The secret is they were going nowhere anyway. This is just a convenient excuse. And it's a lot of people. So if you're a male watching me, I tell you, protect your meat. I tell you, protect your seed. I tell you, go ahead and you got to switch your mind. This is not about hate. I want you to go forward in life, putting yourself in the best position to leverage what you have. And guys, you don't need a lot. You don't need a lot. The junior college, the junior college right now is going to be open, and and it's open season on the junior college right now, guys. The one of the best things that I did was actually uh, go to junior colleges and do tours. These people are lost. I mean, they gone. I mean, these people between the ages of eighteen and thirty, a lot of young women are gone, gone, and they ain't got no chance of recovering, right? Especially if you live in a major metropolitan every area. Okay, the statistics are that 70 at one point, 77% of women either work full time or part time. And uh, as of um, February, January 2020, they made up the uh, they made up the majority of the workforce. But then, as you guys know, the sniffles came and knocked all of that out of the box. And as we move ahead, we're moving into a new form of economy. Okay. Okay, we're moving into a new economy. We're new, moving into a new existence in terms of how we're going to live. The industrial revolution is dead. College degrees and 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 corporate uh, cubicles dead. Depending on corporate salaries and one income, dead. All right, I mean it's virtually dead because 
most people are living hand to foot, you know what I'm saying, hand to mouth, all right, basically barely scraping by, and they're going to need extra money. They're going to need extra money. And there's a lot of young women who got educated in the industrial revolution. I always miss that up. Industrial revolutionary based job and degree. And now they make just enough money to make it. And you know what they're having to do to supplement their income? I got money. I hear story after story after story after story. No matter what the age, 30, 6, 18, not 16, 18, 26, 24, corporate women. You guys think that, that, that there's losers out here selling peace leave. You guys think that there's loser women out here selling peace leave. There's not. These women work in regular jobs. They don't have time for a relationship. They don't have time for all of that stuff. They're barely scraping by. They barely have time to do to sell some peace leave, but they'll get out there and throw that box out there. Okay. And a lot of you, I mean, mar- the, the industrial revolutionary, I always mess that up. The industrial revolutionary based marriage is done. Okay. I don't know if you guys realize, and I, I might have to pull this statistic up. Um, there's a chart that talks about the divorce rate. Let me see if I can find it. I used to put it up here, but I, I think I lost the chart. It talked about the divorce rate and it talked about the marital rate over a century. So they tracked it from like the 1900s or even like the 1880s. And then they tracked it all the way up until current time. Marriage itself was a boom during the Industrial Revolution. During the time where we lived in an industrial revolutionary based job market. Where everybody worked at the plant, most people were blue collar and then they did some sort of technical skill. And then it transitioned into the computer age. And now we're in the digital age. We're already, we're, we're so far in the digital age. Some of you guys don't realize it. Mar- marriage was barely a thing before the industrial revolution. I'm going to pull this up and it's going to be based on population. So we got to take it. Let me see here. Divorce rate. I, I wasn't ready for this. And then, and then, um, let me see during 1900s, then we'll do the super chats, but I'm already getting going here. Let me see if I can find that image. Uh, here is right here. Let me see if this is uh, 144 years of marriage. Is this the one I was talking about? Uh, this is going to be divorce rate, marital rate here during the Industrial Revolution. Okay. I believe this is what we were looking at here. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Make it bigger. Make it bigger. Okay. Popping this up. Let's pop it up. Pop my collar. Share the screen. Then we'll do all the super chats. We'll get them all. Get them all. This is the chart that I was talking about right here. So as you can see right here, okay, there was a low percentage of marriage, low, lower than uh, it was a uh, percentage or it's a number per 1,000 people, okay? See if we can make this larger, enlarge this. Okay, so as you can see, Right here. And then you see divorce, how low and uh, common, how uncommon divorce was. Relatively, almost damn near impossible. All the way until the 1950s was divorce even a thing. Okay, but not that many people got married. And then you had the World Wars, the Great Depression. There was a big dip. And then there was a big spike in marriage right here at the, the baby boom right here. So, so these are the people who had the baby boomers. 
So marriage became, as the Industrial Revolution became to be a thing, into pro came into prominence as the Rockefellers and all these people became to be come into prominence. There was a rise in marriage, but of course you had an economic situation here. All right, and then you had the end of World War II where marriage was completely common. So this is like the peak of the Industrial Revolution. All right, even before that, bam. I mean, not as common as you would believe, bam. And then after that, after the baby boom, you get into the 60s. And as you can see, you got the 60s and 70s. This is the strong and independent. This is the strong and independent years, right? This is the origination of the feminist agenda right here. Okay, very low. And then there was a definitely an increase. But, but look, but look right here. We have the lowest marital rate, <laughs> lower than pre-industrial revolutionary times, all right? Re you're in slave reconstruction right now, right here. We're lower than that. We're lower than that. And everybody is constantly blaming me for ruining marriage. We're, it was already on the decline, okay? After all these agendas fit, and then all this divorce, look at the peak divorces here, all these divorces, and then men and the majority of people said, we don't need that. <laughs> look at this tanking. The industry is tanking. Look, bam, if you go here, it's lower. It's the lowest it's ever been, ever in the history of America, marriage, okay? And then if you compare it to where it was in the baby boom years, all right, after World War II, I mean, damn, we we lower than uh, five per 1,000 people. And if you if this chart extended to 2020, it would be lower than that. Okay, if, if this chart extended to 2020, I'm sure this chart is way down here, but the divorces are way up here. I'm sure these I'm sure these lines intersect at this particular point. And what's happening is, guys, this is the this is the thing that's happening. You have a new way of doing things. Okay, women bit, they bit, they're, they're out here doing their little jobs. They're out here doing their little careers. So I could focus on my career. But, but here's the problem. They're still struggling. We're going to go through the data. And at some point, at some point during this struggle, they're going to look for savior. And many times it is not from you directly. It's from you indirectly. So if anybody want to say that I ruined marriage, there it is right there. There's your chart right there. It been going down, all right? But um, they're not going to seek savior from you per se, but they will reach out to you when they change their mind and they say this career is just too tight for me. Now the thing is they don't really need marriage anymore. Some of them will use marriage. Now they have other means to make these additional funds. But they're going to change their mind, and it's going to sound like this, and then we'll get into the Super Chats. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older, um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. That's you, gentlemen. That's you. So that's the date she does want to be saved. And I'm going to talk about my friend who called me up this weekend. I'll talk about it briefly. The members live stream got it yesterday. 
who called me up and said he's on his fourth divorce mm. in which the woman in less than five years is going to walk away with six figures. She's going to walk away with six figures. Um, I'm missing two super chats, as I can see here, because I don't know why they bumped away. Let me see here. Yeah, I, I see that I'm missing at least two. Um, so I apologize. I think I'm on the third person, but I'm going to go back because I remember somebody asked me to look up a certain thing here. So um, I can't tell you who the super chat is from because it's no longer on my screen. Very much apologize for that. But he's asking me to look up about Lauren Smith Fields. And I looked it up. It's a young lady. Uh, it's looking like she was found deleted in her Bridgeport. Shout out to Bridgeport, Connecticut. Very ghetto area. And I'm just joking. <laughs> um, she sound looks like she's found deleted. And uh, we don't know why. Allegedly, she was on the Bumble date. She met a man that she she met a man on Bumble. And um, she called the police, called the police at 630 when she reported waking up and finding her on the floor. Now, OK, so her Bumble date, her Bumble date found her on the floor deleted. All right, guys, man, uh, I want to research that a little bit. 24 year old young black woman. I'm telling you guys, as a guy that is experienced of what's going on here to check her out here. Very good, decent looking, very good looking girl here. All right. Um, petite, foldable looking girl. Rest in peace to her. Guys, these women are doing these things at the cover of night. They're going out with men. They're hooking up. They're doing pay for play. You guys don't know, man. If you guys have daughters, just pray. Just pray for them. All right. Because there's going to be an age of women in, in this age group, this Generation Z women and the young millennials, They're they're lost. They don't know what to do. And, and a lot of them have jobs. A lot of them have jobs. These aren't just women that don't know what to do. All right. They have jobs. They go to work. They, they plug away. And they're not where they want to be. And so then they do these extra things to pick up stuff. And then they end up deleted. It is just a crazy, crazy time. It is a crazy, crazy time, man. Um, Let me do this. I got to take this watch off because it's crazy. So, you know. As much as people believe that I hate women and all of this stuff, I'm just sending warning shots. I have a daughter. Everybody wants to say, what do you tell your daughter? I tell her, you better hold on. You better make good decisions between the ages of 16 and 22, 16 and 25. Because if you don't, you're going to ride out 40 years of misery. Okay? And unfortunately, you can't tell young women right now. Uh, one of the, the worst things you can't you can't tell them to get married and settle down. They were like, "Oh, I'm too young. I'm too. I'm experiencing life. I'm having fun. I'm riding cares. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm making money. I'm getting the bag. Gotta get my bag and run." So it ends. It does not end up pretty. It does not end up pretty. And ladies, if you're watching me right now, if you're watching me right now and you're disagreeing with this, and you live with a roommate, you live at your parents' house, you're a single mom, uh, you're divorced. I don't know how you're disagreeing with me. You know you're broke. You know you're struggling. Because I know for damn sure ain't no woman that is making 100K and safe and secure in her place is listening to me. Only people that are broke and struggling are listening to me right now on, on the women's side. Only people that are messed up in the dating marketplace. I know, guys. It is like six days to the end of the month. Right now, there's 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 probably uh, 80% of the women that are listening to me. You don't got no damn, your rent check ain't covered right now. Your rent is not covered right now. I know it. Don't play with me. Right now, you're looking for uh, Uncle Frank. I got money. You're looking for Uncle Frank, okay? 
and you're trying to find a way to squeeze out $400, $250 from somebody. I know it, man. Listen, I'm, I meet people all the time. I see people. I talk to people. I hear stories all the time. People send me, the, the young women of today are really in a bad spot. They're in a tight spot. And because men are in a tight spot. I hate to be going off like this. Men are in a tight economic spot. This is the worst economy since uh, 2008. This is the worst economy since 2008. Gas prices are up. Eggs up. Bacon. Bread. All right. Groceries are up. Everything's up. The, the cost of living is up. I don't want to hear nobody right now telling me, a, a woman especially, telling me you're secure and you got your money in your bag and you good and you got a surplus of uh, emergency uh, uh, emergency funds, you're good. I don't want to hear it. This is not the time to be playing for this. Uh, swallow your pride right now. Please, swallow your pride. Okay? And hear this story. I'm trying to educate men on what to look out for. Yeah, the stock market is down. I killed crypto this weekend. All right? As you know, Coach Adamus, I predicted this. I did a stream on my Money Mindset group on Patreon. Okay? where we meet every week. I did a stream on this. I said, uh, crypto crash. I said, crypto's going to crash before it hits, Bitcoin hits 70. I was like, it'll crash before it hits 70. Boom, two weeks later. <laughs> two weeks later, I lost a significant portfolio of cryptocurrency. Significant. In which now I'm looking at, damn, I should have put my money out. All right, but it's, crypto's going to be a, uh, crypto's going to be a thing. It's just ain't going to be, you, you ain't going to make a million, you ain't going to become a millionaire off of it anymore. It's just, the market's cornered, okay? It's cornered that way now. I mean, it's it's manipulative. It's manipulatable, if that's a word. All right, let's get to these Super Chats. I lost another Super Chat, so I'm going to start with my man, Tracy Mills. Apologies for the Super Chat. All right, shout out to uh, Donovan Sharp. Okay, Donovan, <laughs> we text yesterday. Donovan with the check markets here. Do not block them. <laughs> Donovan, he says, yes, I took a huge loss myself. So shout out to the real Donovan Sharp. If you see Donovan Sharp when it's highlighted in the check mark, that is the real Donovan Sharp. All right. So please do not block that guy. Yes. Last week we had the fake Donovan Sharp in. Do not block the real one. Dude, I, I lost. I don't even want to tell you what I lost. All right. Somebody says Bitcoin to 100. So <laughs> shout out to him. Uh, Tracy Mills says, I'm glad I got snipped last year. Vasectomy gang. All right. We talk about protecting your seed. Guys, there's going to be a lot of women trying to get pregnant on you. Okay. Okay. They're going to, there's a lot of women trying to get pregnant on you right now. Right now, because that is a means out of their financial uh, situation. Okay. It's a hundred percent a fact. And so if you're a person that has means, or even if you don't have means, uh, if she believes she can make it six hundred to eight hundred dollars a month in child support on you, she's gonna do it. There's women in the army that should should Europe bust out in a full scale uh, war, they're gonna get pregnant in the army. If you're in the military right now, because the military is compromised of about ninety three percent men and then eight percent, seven percent other. Okay, it could be anything, you know, in in the military. Should they break out into a full-scale war, which who knows at this particular point, there's going to be a lot of those others that get pregnant. You heard it here. You heard it here first. All right, Kaylin Ferguson, what's up, coach? 
I just want to say I'm glad to see you today after surviving the multiple heart attacks my Rams gave me yesterday. I know the Chiefs fans felt double. Everybody was going crazy, right? Those games were unbelievable, man. They were like mind-blowing. Uh, like, I mean, how do you lose games like that? I don't know how the Buffalo Bills could lose the game. 13 seconds left? How? I don't know how, uh, you know, Tennessee with the interception at the end. How? You know what I mean? Uh, who else? Uh, the um, Like, the... Those games could easily be, the four teams in could easily be the teams that lost. You know, Green Bay, Tennessee, uh, Buffalo, and and Tom, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay could easily be the final four teams, but they're not on some fluke-ish, all right? So anyway, let's get into that. Ricky Webster says, Coach CGA and the Coach Gang to the moon, baby. French toast props do. Indeed, thank you. Warhammer says, guys, I am begging you, please only save yourself. I'm on the same boat or if you if you want if you want um if you want a harem or a concubine it's easily attainable today. Let's just say you're a man with money and there are men with money with concubines and harems. It is it is a thing now. They have a rotation of women that they somehow support very minimally. Very minimally these girls are getting jasmine rice and he's getting a rotation of females in the obscene levels. The absolute unseen levels. It is unbelievable. The marketplace is going to shift. Remember, there were guys, including myself, but I would wish I could name the guys. I believe the first guy I heard say this, and I'm I'm not saying he's the first one, and I can never get his name right. Um, he used to go by like young red pill men's daily, but he goes by his real name now. I, I'm really not doing him justice, but you guys can put his name in. I had him on my show once, and I said. And he was the first one to say this. He was like, uh, the 80-20 rule is going to go 90-10. Now, I know people probably said it before him, all right? But I brought him on because he was talking about it because he's a young guy. He's in his mid-20s. Yeah, Lonnie Spence. So it was Young men, Men's Daily Red Pill. Now he goes by Lonnie Spence. Go check out his channel, Lonnie Spence. He's a tall, probably a six foot nine former college basketball player, all right? And he makes these, uh, he makes videos. And I brought him on to talk about this because he was young. He was under 25, and he's he's tall, right? He has everything, and he's talking about the dating marketplace of Gen Z, okay? And he was like, the, it's going to go to 90-10, and, and because of the economy, it's going to speed it up. And everybody was like, it ain't going to go to 90-10. Nah, you're still going to be able to cold approach. You're still going to be able to run game. You're still going to be able to find a wife. No, no. We're looking at now, if you have money, you have leverage. And if you can prevent yourself from being the target, you can have a full harem concubine <laughs> right now, right now. And there's more male virgins in the age of 18 to 30. And it's going to go up. Male virginity is going to go up. Male virginity is going to go up because there's going to be a lot of guys left out. And the guys that are left out are the guys that, you know, aren't going to be able to afford to be in. If you're a guy that doesn't have your money right, Okay, uh, you're a guy that doesn't have your money right. You're completely out. You better have some game on top of game. But even game at that point is limited because not a lot of women are out, just out and about. And if they are, they're in packs. Talking about men aren't approaching us and buying us drinks. <laughs> I mean, it is going to be a damn, it's going to be a run on women. It's going to be somebody, people are like 99. It's going to be 90-10. It's 90-10 easily now. 
Okay, and I think if you're under 30, you understand. If you're over 30, you don't get it. You're like, ah, oh, not really. You know, if you're 35, 40, 45, you don't get it. You don't see it. But if you're a man in, in your 40s and you look back to see what the girls are doing in their 20s, you're at the junior college. And these girls aren't straggle daggles. These girls got jobs. These girls are like, yeah, I work as an accountant. Yep, I work as a this and I work as a that. And selling peace leave on seeking arrangements, the older guy. It, you're going, how do you have a chance? Is If you're a young man, how do you have a chance? I see why people are reaching out and trying to find solutions. You're reaching out to Donovan. You're reaching out to Fresh. You're reaching out to all the game artists, pickup artists. But guys, I've been telling you this and go back to my Quick Hits channel. I just did a video. If you're picking up women, you're picking up women that are either part of a harem, concubine, independent, selling some peace leave on the side, all right, to pass their way through, or uh, women that are just not that attractive. If there's anywhere a woman's between halfway attractive and a, a, a average woman, she gonna eat the carousel? <laughs> Come on, man. What? <laughs> what? And so you're telling this guy to pick up that woman? He says, I'm 25. He says, I'm 23. Is it over? It ain't over. This is where you literally get your, you got to build leverage right now. It ain't over for you. Uh, Odal says women love nice guys and. And that's you. Uh, Donovan says I'm going 93.7. If you're a wealthy guy right now, you can have a harem. Yes, you can. You can have a full harem. Without a problem, without a problem. I mean, it's easy. It's layups right now. You can have a harem of, take your pick, women 18 to 24. You can have a full rotation, five, six, seven, nine. On schedule, on very minimal payment. I mean, because you have money, right? You can take you can take a budget of $3,000, have a full harem. No problem. <laughs> but you're still a target. You could have it. All you got to do is make, I mean, let's just say you had, uh, you made $300,000 a year. You could have a full harem of young, fit, fertile, uh, not a, you want a fertile, feminine broad. Easy. All over, you could be flying them in how you wanted to. All you need is time. All you need is the time. It's crazy. And, and they're not getting rich off of you. They're not even paying their rent. That harem is just basically. And if one drops out, you can pick up another one. Just like that. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> My man, bachelor taxes, us is still not worth it. I mean, again, what we have to understand is if you do that, there's a cost to that, too. We can get into that later. If you do that, if you do, my man Frank, I got money. There's a cost of that. But my man ACDC says Isaiah four and one is always in this one. There will be seven women that will rush to you and call, uh, want to take you by their name, provide for them, shelter them, food. This is Isaiah four and one. All right, I got to. I'm still getting through super chats. Okay. Uh, last one. Molar Surf says, "Shout out to Ricky Webster. French toast props. Do I'm going to do three more." Classy Beat said, I ruined crypto for, for everybody. He says, happy Monday, day, coach. Let's get it. Buy the dip. All right, Classy uh, Clarence Gasson says, shout out to the coach gang and all the redheads at Brigham Young University. You know, a lot of people are weak for redheads. I, I can understand. They must ha have their eyebrows painted on, though, and their eyelashes.
All right. Or they'll look like a baby bird. Super touch RV detail. Shout out to you for the sponsorship. We're about to get busy in here. We'll get to the rest of the super chats. Thank you for supporting well in advance. Uh, this is going to be a big day for you guys, man. We're going to learn something here. Let me play a video for you. You guys know I bring the evidence and the truth. Um, and I've played some of these videos before, uh, but I always want to hammer home, home the point. Shout out to Counselor, my favorite Instagrammer in terms of getting content from. Um, he's able to dig up this content. The economy is shifting. The economy is changing. So the idea of a lot of women before us, the, the Generation Xers, the older millennials, the boomers, they bit the apple of the strong and independence. And then they went to work. All right. But then a lot of them aren't making it. And we had the Me Too movement, Me Also movement, where a lot of women started suing firms, claiming that they were harassed. They got a payday. All right. Um, in this situation here, and there were legit cases like the um the gymnast coach, right? The gymnast coach that was, you know, taking advantage of those young girls. Um and he did like 50, 60 of them. They got major paid this weekend. They got like a $428 million judgment in which I'm sure a lot of those girls are going to walk away with five to $10 million a piece. Okay. And so a lot of times the transfer of wealth is because men can't control their libido and they take advantage of girls and women. Okay. So that needs to be corrected too. Here's, here's the video. Watch this. Listen to this video. What is something you used to strongly believe in that you no longer believe in at all? Being a strong, independent woman. I don't do that anymore. I'm a damsel in distress. Okay. I can absolutely take care of myself, but I don't want to. Now, conveniently, because the economy is kicking everybody's ass. Conveniently, oh, I don't want to be a strong and independent woman. And she said she used to believe in it but she doesn't believe in it any longer. Well, no surprise, no shock here. There's no shock because you realize trying to be strong and independent, it ain't gonna work. And men have been trying to tell you this since the 80s and the 70s, but now since the economy has kicked everybody's ass and it was a house of cards and the mortgage industry probably gonna crash too, crypto's crashing, everything's crashing around us, hyperinflation, they printed out 20% of all the money ever printed out in the last year, okay? Uh, you got the C-19 affecting everybody's work. Oh, I don't believe in this strong and independent stuff no more. Of course. Mm. Conveniently, now you want to disbelieve it. Guys, I've been warning you of this, that they're going to do this. I've been saying this. I said it in my book. I said, they're all of a sudden going to switch. Let there be a world war. Let there be an economic collapse of that epic proportions. And we're experiencing that right now. If you think the economy is healthy, you're out of your mind. Now they're shifting back chameleon style into i don't believe that no more listen again what is something you used to strongly believe in that you no longer believe in at all the key the key word is strongly believe in <laughs> strongly believe in i don't believe in that no more being a strong independent woman i don't do that anymore i'm a damsel in distress now this woman sitting at her job a letter i mean there looks like a desk there she's sitting at her work desk chained to a uh, work chair, okay, as if, you know, uh, they would tell you you're going to be chained to the bed as a wife. Now they'll go back to be chained in the bed as a wife. Oh, I'll be I'll be a wife. I'll get knocked up. But of, of course. And that's you. They're 28, 29, 30, 35. They're, they're believing this way too late. It's way too late. You need to be telling girls at 18, oh, you need to do this because here's the reality of it. I'm not I, I'm a traditional guy. I push for marriage under a healthy rule system. But if a young woman comes up today and say, I want to be married at 22, 
All right. I want to be married at 22 and start having kids. Women will talk them out of it. No, nah, don't do that. Be free. But they're realizing they're not free. They're like, they're not free. They're like, oh, I end up chained to this desk and I'm still struggling. But at least I don't have to listen to a man tell me what to do. And then guess what? They listen to a man tell them what to do. I got money. They say, get on their knees, get in these handcuffs, wear these panties, wear that outfit. They end up doing what a man wants to do anyway for a couple of dollars, a fistful of dollars. I got money. And then they go back home and they sleep in their cold, lonely bed with their pet. They have dinner with them. It's a disaster for them. So now, oh, you know what? This strong and independent thing. Nah, where the real man at? Where the real man at? Okay. Play. It. Okay. I can absolutely take care of myself, but I don't want to. I can absolutely take care of myself, but I don't want to. I can absolutely take care of myself, but I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to because you can't. You can get a paycheck, but you ain't making it. I can guarantee you, you ain't making it. It's, it's almost a guarantee. Any woman that comes up here right now, remember I told you, do not challenge me on this one. I don't want to hear it. Do not come up here and say you making it and you're watching my show. Because if you're making it, you're not watching my show. You understand what I'm saying? That's like women that watch me. Oh, I'm happily married. Why are you watching me? If you were happily married and I'm a happily married husband and I walk in and I go, who the hell are you watching? And you say Coach Greg Adams and I'm the husband, I'm going to be like, you got your priorities out of whack. My wife is not going to be happily married and watching Coach Greg Adams at the same time, period. If you're happily married, you're not watching me. You should be serving your husband right now. I mean, it's too simple. So if there's a woman in here saying she's happily married, and you're in a happily marriage, why are you watching me? It's unbelievable. See, I can call out the BS. You have to be very curious. You better have all the damn socks ironed. You better have his drawers ironed. You better be going grocery shopping. You better be at Costco in the front of the line so you can get your groceries at home and then go to your damn personal trainer at noon and then pick up your kids at 2.30. You're not watching me. And then getting the meal prepared for your happy husband and happy marriage. You're not watching me. And then on the other end of that, you're at work. If you're a happily married woman and you have a job, you're not watching me from your cubicle. You're not watching me. So don't lie to me. All right. Here's another video right here. Okay. Uh, no, we're not going to play another video. I can break down some of these goofy arguments. Check this out right here. Check this out right here. Go follow my locals page. CoachGregAdams.local.com. Check this article out, bro. How $1,000 a month in guaranteed income is helping NYC mothers. Mm. Uh, you mean NYC single mothers. NYC single mother. See, gentlemen, if you don't save them, they're going to get saved by the government. A new privately funded social engineer program. All right. I, and I, I, I added that. By the way, the Communita and the Communidad are done in these major cities. Don't even try to get. I mean, come on. What is this? What is this? How $1,000 a month in a guaranteed income is helping single New York City mothers. A new privately funded social engineer program offers families in poverty 
a steady stream of income. So there's a lot of women who are having babies by men who can't support them or they're praying mantising them. I don't know what they're doing, but these women get $1,000 in cash. Well, what are they getting? What exactly are they getting? Family assistance, state uh, state tuition assistance program, pre-K programs, child uh, care subsidy programs, child and adult food programs, women, infant, and children, child health plus, Medicaid. Odds are they don't even need men to be in the house. They get this if the man's not there. So to God, guys, ladies and gentlemen, is this an incentive to break up a family? This is a very high incentive to break up your family because now say the guy makes $1,500 a month and he's not giving you the whole $1,500. Well, I can eliminate him and at least get 1000 plus family assistance, state assistance programs, pre-K. And so she's going to make the conditions harder for you because in the back of her mind, she knows, well, I can get all of this. Who's paying for it? You. Taxpayer. Taxpayer. You. So when I, you guys make the argument that you don't pay for women, yes, you do. You support them and you don't even know it. You're paying for them every single day. Every single day you go to work, every time you get collect a paycheck, here you are right there. You're paying plenty for them. Your tax monies go to these individuals. So yes, you're a captain, save them. Whether you like it or not, you can disagree with, I don't know how you're disagreeing with me. Look at all these grants, $16,000 grant for this and that, $16,000. Look, uh, $1,000 kick-ass single mom grant for from wealthy single mommy. <laughs> what is this right here? Welfare benefits for single mom, rent assistance for single mom, house grant for single mom, child care assistance for single mom, food stamp for single mom, unemployment benefit for single mom, food assistance. Pro- Bruh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Help is on the way. What about this? New York. The state of New York enjoys the prominence of its capital city in terms of global finance, uh, making it one of the most expensive states to live in. Uh, Even a basic lifestyle can cost a king's ransom. So if you're a woman, independent, strong and independent, you live in New York, you ain't making it. You ain't making it. Don't lie to me. You're not making it. All right. Not surprisingly, single mothers and those with little or no income fare the worst. Surprisingly. Surprisingly, they say. Surprisingly. Uh, anybody told them before they let somebody put seed in them that this is going to happen? If you have daughters right now, tell her the worst thing you can do to your life, especially if you live in a blue city, is become a single mother. It will be the worst thing you do. It's basically the coup de bras, the coup d'etat to your life. It's over. You're going to be on assistance unless she gets impregnated by who? A rich man. Let me pull that up. Unless she gets pregnant by a rich man. And guess what? This is happening. There's women out here trying to do it. (laughs) By pulling out condoms out of the trash. Guys, you think we live in a healthy state? I'm telling you, man. I don't know how anybody argues with me. I know I can sound doom and gloomish. But it's doom and gloom right now. We're not in a healthy time. We're not a healthy time for relationships. We're not in a healthy time for economics. And people are desperate. And so you're seeing this change. Oh, not me. Oh, I'm not strong and independent no more. If you were trained to get a degree and go sit at a cubicle, in 20 years, it's going to be a full-on rap for you. Mm. It's going to be a rap. 
that's not an industry anymore. <laughs> because you're going to have to work another two or three jobs. If you're a woman, you're going to have to sell some peace leave to old men. It's happening right now, and nobody realizes it. I mean, it is very, very popular. I'm going to tell you, uh, I, dude, there's so many stories I want to do here. I know I don't want to get too far off track. But in this last couple, in these last couple of days, I've had a woman that asked me to do an OnlyFans account for her, run it. And then I had another woman say, hey, I got other friends that want to sell you some peace leave. <laughs> then I had another woman tell me, oh, well, you know, I'm on here selling peace leave. This is like I'm trying to do this full time, but I can't qualify for a, a rental application. Because they don't take cash apps as a proof for income. This woman is about to turn 30 in several years. Do you hear me? Do y'all hear me? <laughs> Do y'all y'all don't hear me out here? Y'all don't hear me. I know. Y'all don't hear me. She the whole her only proof of income is Cash App. <laughs> y'all don't hear me. It is crazy out here. And I don't want to hear, no, these girls have jobs and all this stuff. The girls under 30 are out here doing some crazy-ish under the, under the cover of night. Let me do these super chats. Shout out to people on the Cash App. I'm sure Mr. Loud Pockets is over there. Again, if you're over 30, 35, 40, you don't see what's happening here. And if you're a 40-year-old woman and you're watching me, um, and you're having trouble on the dating marketplace. You know why? I got money. Men your age can easily get for a two for two at Applebee's for a bowl of jasmine rice. He can get all the attention he wants from young women that are struggling. Guys, young generate young millennials and generation Z. They were highly affected by this economic breakdown in this last two years of COVID. They were highly affected. So men your age don't have to deal with women in their 40s if he has a little bit of money. If his life is, he don't have to deal with you. He don't have to take over that leftover. Oh, he doesn't have to do it anymore. The shame of men going to younger women is going away. And the shame of a younger woman being seen with an older man is going away. All right. They'll come out here and try it out there and do whatever they need to do to get their 350 bucks. <laughs> they'll do it. They'll humiliate themselves for it. So the days of them young girls don't want you. Lady, if you're a woman watching me, I'm sorry, I'll get to the super chat. If you're a woman watching me and you still think them younger girls don't want you, you're you don't you're you're in left field. You don't even know what the hell's going on out here. Them younger girls are doing anything to you. Anything for a couple of, for what it would cost for me to take you to a fancy meal, 45 year old woman. I will take you out on one or two dates for that dollar. I can go out and get a young girl to do whatever I want. They don't realize it. Y'all don't y'all don't know what's going on out here. Shout out to Ling Ling in the building. Look, look at this picture right here. Our sugar daddies left us need money for tuition. 
You see this, bro? You see this? Are y'all with me? I don't want to hear, nah, this is not true. We tell the truth over here. Look at this picture hard, ladies. Look at this picture hard. This is a real photo. Our sugar daddies left us need money for tuition. This is not a fake doctored photo. This is a real photo. Ladies, do you hear me? I'm, I'm not trying to change you guys. I don't want to change you. I'm just letting you know it's, it's, it's biblical out here. What's happening here is biblical. <laughs> All right. Auto man says, keep stepping on the necks of the gumps. We waking up gumps too. We need to wake you the hell up. Because whether you like it or not, you're a safe landing spot for one of these women after a while. After they didn't sugar daddy themselves out and seek and arrange themselves out and, and only fans weigh their, their, themselves out and work themselves and painted themselves into a financial corner. Here you come. Here I come that's to you. save the day. <laughs> Getting flown in. All right. KT King, he says, Nate season, right? I don't know what that means. He said, set it off reference. He says, it's a real thing. Hashtag price is wrong. <laughs> Slim Mob, coach, do the story on the, about the high school girls in Connecticut who were suspended for teaching his girls. The girls coach for teaching his girls to show no mercy on the basketball court. Oh, he had them out here like um, he had them out here like um, the karate kid. I can't even think of the thing here. The strike first, <laughs> right? Uh, DG Seymour blesses coach. Give uh, the U Penn swimmer the buzzer. The nerve of these women lashing out against their trans teammate. Talk about holding feminist frame. They were talking about women are now the third class guys. <laughs> Cobra Kai, thank you. I could not think of it. Cobra Kai, why could not think of it? Simple stuff like that just makes me upset. But this whole thing about this trans women swimmer, that's y'all's problem, ladies. That's y'all's problem. It ain't my problem. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. Neither will I save you. You guys painted yourself in that corner. You didn't see that coming. They should be able to have every right that we have. And then, of course, we tried to stick up for you. Come on, ladies. This is not a good thing. Over time, they're going to take your place. No, 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 you just a phobic. Okay, we sat down. We gave you what you wanted. Now y'all crying. Wait a minute, they're taking our scholarships. <laughs> uh, that's why you don't vote on the motion. It's not my fight. Men didn't push trans women into women's sports. Women did. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to say it one more time. Men did not push women into trans uh, uh, to um, men did not push trans into women's sports. We didn't push them into the uh, bathing suit contest in the Miss America pageant. Women did. It. You did. it. You were the one celebrating it. You were celebrating the prom queen, the male rainbow Skittles prom queen. Remember the guy? There'll be a guy face full of makeup. And he would win the prom queen. And y'all cheered. Oh, this is fantastic. Now they're taking your place. They're being better at being women than you are. And then when you try to look like a glamorous woman, you end up looking like the trans guy. <laughs> Have you guys noticed that? Again, this is not about hate. You guys can do what you want to do. But then when you glam yourself up and you put a wig on, you look like the trans person did. The previous photo that I was looking at them, I'm looking at them like, oh, she looks, she looks glamorous. Then I look at you, and you look exactly like them. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm trying to figure out. 
especially, I mean, and I'm not saying this to be racist again, but when this is very common in the black community because you end up doing exactly what the trans person is doing. He's bald headed, right? Or he or she, she toes her wig on and does the makeup just like better than you can do it better. And then you throw your wig on and then you have the trans person make up your face. You look the same. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness. Hey, remember when I've been telling you, I said plain Jane women are going to make a comeback. Women who are plain Janes, and I've been pushing the plain Jane agenda for about two years. Women who are plain Janes are going to come back because you can almost guarantee that that might not be a pretty woman, but at least it's a woman. <laughs> right? Because you're going to be like, yeah, she might not be pretty because she ain't all glammed up, but I know for sure it's a woman. Sometimes you can't tell. Forget about taking her out for a swim. Swim. Forget about washing her down with a water hose. How about just make sure she's a make sure she's at least plain where you can go. All right, she looked like Eleanor Roosevelt, but I know it's a woman. <laughs> I mean, plain Jane. The plain Janes are gonna come back. The days where you're gonna diss a dude for having an ugly woman is gonna be over. Cause you just gonna be like, but, but I, she might not be, she might not be an eight, but she's a five, but I know what it is. <laughs> or I know what she is. This is no diss for the people who want those type of people. I don't, I'm not dissing. What I'm saying is it's going to be a revolution of plain James out here. Tommy Bryant says, shout out to the Gumpazoids. Hey, don't save these 304s. Let them hit the wall and go crazy, a.k.a. walnuts. Hit that wall, become walnuts. All right, Doncor says, shout out to, uh, to Sir Coach Greg Adams. He says, keep us young bulls on our P's and Q's, hashtag Coach Gang. You, you don't have to make a lot of money to get in this game, man. Get in this game. And again, I, this is why I've never been a proponent of being supported by women. Oh, I moved in with my girlfriend. God, dude, you are about to literally wreck your life. Do not move in with your girlfriend. Do not move into her house. Do not move into a baby. Do not move into their house, guys. Go get your life together. You're not going to benefit from this. Go get your own money. All right? I'm not a, well, she buys me shoes and buys me. No, no, no. It ain't worth it, guys. Go get your life together. Seth Royalty says, was hanging out with a girl of the month on Friday night. She talked about how she has friends, new friends every month, was amazed. I've had the same friends for 20 years. And that's a whole nother subject in itself. I always told you, and I've, I've told you this, women always got a new set of besties. Because they're social, so they always want a new feeling. Uh, they kind of do this with men in relationships. They want a new thing. Like, they'll get into a relationship with you. It was going good. And then the feeling will wear off. She no longer gets butterflies. She no longer gets the tingles. And she wants to search that out again. It's the same with female friends. You find a female right now. I guarantee you, most likely, th the same friends she had two years ago, she don't even talk to. She got a whole new subset of friends a new bestie. And what they do is they wear out their welcome in, in T minus one month because they'll find a friend. Hey, we're just, we're, we're just like each other. They'll go over there. They'll hang out their shell clothings. They'll hang out every day. They'll tell each other secrets. And then um, a month later, they'll stab each other in the back. 
or they'll say something. I can't believe this broad. Then she hate him. Hey, ain't you hanging out with uh? What happened to Tanya? I don't hang out with her no more. Damn, y'all was thick as thieves. Y'all was going to the club, sharing shoes, clothes, sharing panties and bras, sharing makeup, doing each other's hair. They don't talk to each other no more. I ain't a full fledged catfight. We still got homeboys. We don't even talk. We we don't even talk to, and we cool as hell with them. Be like, hey, what's up, man? You ain't seen them in three months. What's up, man? Y'all hang out together. You get a beer, got a beer, let's watch the game, chilling. Ain't talking about nothing. Talk about big booty hoes and all that. Last one, short guy source. The short guy source says, after giving the best of herself to lesser men and lesser endeavors, she wants you to take whatever is left of her. Only a self-loathing man will accept that deal. Shout out to CGA. Um, That's another one that, uh, you know, I was looking at a video the other day that that of a woman, you know, I don't know why women don't get this one, but it's it's OK. It's OK. Uh, you're going to continue to struggle out here on this marketplace. They don't get it. They'll be like, well, I'm still a good person. All this stuff. The way guys look at it is. Why do I have to treat you like a fairy tale after these guys? And you're like I gave my guys these losers took advantage of me and they had me in my best years. Forget about that. All right. Now I want a real guy. I want a gentleman. This is why fathers protected daughters. This is why fathers protected daughters. They went through great lengths to protect the reputation of their daughters so that once they got out there and got married, they could actually sell to a good bidder and actually do all of the things that say, well, you know what? Watch out for this. Nope, you're not the right guy. No getaway. No dowry for you. No, I'm not giving you my land. No, you can't put a house on my property. Fathers were like, get away. No, get these guys away. But there's no more fathers. Or if the fathers are there, they're not going through the courting process with their daughters. The daughter just disappears, goes on dates, and then strikes out. Strike out, strike out, strike out, strike out. Oh, pick the wrong guy. Pick the wrong guy. He's an a-hole, this and that. Ten years later, she's 0-50 in relationships. What's wrong with these guys? They and this and that and that. I need a real guy. I need a gentleman. No, you can't sell your... You can't sell it after it's been written like that. It's a simple formula, yet we still have this goofy conversation. And they want to be men so bad. Well, men get the test drive because we're men. We're the ones. The things you have an advantage on is because you're a woman, all right? You have plenty of advantages, and you can do things and get away with, like, for instance, you can get supported by a man. And I'm not talking about supported by buying shoes, Jordans, and, and jeans. I'm talking about full-fledged support. You, at some point, can push the chips in and get 95% financial support. And if you can't get it from a man, you can get it from the government. Do men sit around complaining, these women, it ain't even fair. Okay, you have an advantage where you can get full-fledged support. If you find the goofiest, dumbest man, he'll do it. We don't get to do that. Now, vice versa, we get to ride the carousel and test drive all we want. We get to sow our royal oats without losing value. As a matter of fact, that will give us value. Women can smell the pheromones. Have you ever? Got, okay, I'm going off today. I'm, I'm going all over the place. I apologize. As a man, and the men who get women can attest to this. You just finished slaying peace leave. 
you go out to the grocery store, you go to the mall, what happens? Women be women be looking over at you. You just drop some piece of leave off over here. Women all of a sudden be watching you. <laughs> like, because we're animals. They can smell it. It can they can sense it. They can see it in your behavior and your demeanor. You're not all desperate walking around looking, waiting to pick up and get a phone number. Pheromones are real. You can walk by one. She can smell the woman on you. She can smell the man in you. She can smell that release. You done busted. Roar! <laughs> and then you go out to the grocery store. I need to go pick up some yogurt and some string cheese. Women be like, hi, how are you? You look it up. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> you ain't got no peace leave. They can see you coming a mile away. <laughs> Sniffing booty. You ain't even worried about it. Dude, it's fair. <laughs> Happens every single time. Yep, they smell that testosterone release. They smell the pheromones. They smell, it's like a dog. Dog comes up. They want to. <laughs> the best thing you can put on you is the pheromones of another woman. And then your testosterone is just oozing. Women be like, hi, how are you? Full on conversation. People don't get it. This is all biology. And so the point I was making is the better a man is in bed, like say, for instance, I've had experience with a lot of women, right? But I'm still, I'm cool about it. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to have 5,000 women. I'm cool about it. I'm cool hand Luke. The woman sits down next to me. I'm not all desperate. I'm just sitting there. She's like, God, this guy sounds comfortable. He's so relaxed. He's not nervous. He puts me at ease. You know why? Because he gets women. And then when she gets in the bedroom and, oh, he knew everywhere to touch, everywhere to kiss, everywhere to lick, everywhere to do that. It was a fantastic experience. You know why? Because he's experienced. <laughs> he knows what to do, when to do it. And he listens to you. He knows what to do. He ain't out it trying to get his. He's not out like this, like the puppy dogs out here getting it for the first time. He don't, he don't look like this right here. Okay. Where is it at right here? Where's my puppy dog? Uh, There it is right there. He's not just trying to hump in there or give you the five-stroke special, bust a nut, and just lay over there. All right? The guy you're with is experienced. So, therefore, a man that's experienced with women are going to be successful with way more women. A man that's inexperienced, he's going to get there the first time, and he's going to hop on top of her, and he's just going to get what he wants, start drilling, and then hope, hopefully his mama don't walk in on him. And she's going to be like, damn, that experience sucked. You know why? Because he doesn't have experience. Now, vice versa, what's going to happen is this. Say, for instance, a guy comes in there. He's not so experienced with women or he's decent experience with women. And he the woman comes in. She's 19. She comes over and she started doing monkey double backflips all over him. She started twerking on top of him. She started getting up there, riding it. <laughs> He's going to be like, this woman been around the block. He's going to be intimidated by it. He might enjoy it, but he's going to be like, hmm. She's a runaround suit. He's not going to marry her. He might let her do all of that stuff on her, but he's going to be like, she's been around. She starts sucking on this and licking on that. He's going to be like, this is too much. There's a clip in Great Balls of Fire that explained this. All right, I'm going off today, yes. 
there's a clip in Great Balls of Fire where, um, what's the guy's name in Great Balls of Fire? Uh, the guy, uh, the, 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 um, so anyway, in the scene in which, you know, the girl's relatively young, we know the story. She's his young cousin. She's supposed to be 13 to 14, right? In the movie. And he's a little bit older, 19, 20, 21. Well, what happens is their first, in, yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis, their first encounter in bed, she literally was like, you know, taking her clothes off. She like jumps right into it. And he's like, and he jumps out of bed. And he said, what? He said, where did you learn to do all that? He was, he was anticipating she was going to be inexperienced, but she was experienced and it intimidated him. He jumped out of bed and was like, where did you learn all that girl? And it turned him off. <laughs> so people don't realize this dynamic. They don't realize this dynamic. It's, it's what it is. It's whether it's unfair or not, that's your problem. All right. Anyway, men want ex inexperienced women. Women want experienced men. Because guarantee you, there's a woman that's going, not me. Okay, get, with the, get an inexperienced guy. I guarantee you, you're going to be later on. In these streets. He don't know what to do. There was a movie. Oh, what movie was that? Was that Waiting to Exhale? Waiting to Exhale, where that guy, he came in and he was super inexperienced. He looked like Boyce Watkins. Or was it, yeah, was it Waiting to Exhale? And he came into the he came into the bedroom and he was whack, right? Remember he was whack in bed, and she was like, "Nah," <laughs> right? It was a complete turn off. I think it was waiting to exhale. So, anyway, and he gave her the five stroke special. What was that? Was that waiting to exhale? And then he hopped on her and he was sweating on her, and she was like, "Oh yeah, oh boy." And he was like, "Oh." He was doing the whole thing. He said he still hit. Yep. Yeah, it was the Layla Rashad. Yeah, it was the Layla Rashad scene. So she was like, damn. But what happens is she was experienced. He was inexperienced. And it didn't work out for her. She was like, I don't think I can do this. So let's go back to the show. Sorry, guys. We, we had to jump around today. Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about the trickery, the deceivery. The deceivery that we're witnessing out here. The idea that these people, and if you, hold on, these people don't want to be saved. All right. Uh, until it's too late. And they're waiting for a gump to save them. But they're making the decisions on their own. They bit the apple. They bit the apple. They bit the idea that they could support themselves. But ultimately, we're realizing they're not supporting themselves. And it's going to get worse because this economy is going to be a lot of you guys that have jobs today in industries. Um related to your degree that you got in 1990, in 2005, in 2010, they're going to be out of business in the next 15 to 20 years. They're going to be irrelevant. And what you're going to do then? What you going to do, brother? And if you would like to be married to your baby's father, one. <laughs> the rest of you who don't plan to get married, why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You, you already have your child to think about and then a, a whole family to care, to care for. You know, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. And then you don't want the commitments. I wouldn't want no man holding me down because I, I think I can make it as a single parent. I, I think I can make it as a single parent. But don't you think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? Not really. I didn't have a father. 
my father wasn't in the home, so you know it it really male figures are not substantially important in the family. So we heard a lot of, uh, all these years that men been running out in the family. Men ain't taking care of their responsibility. Blah blah blah. I showed you this. I showed you the data with New York. They're giving away thousand of dollars uh, to to take care of these single mothers. And then we're gonna hear on the opposite side. It's because men aren't doing what they're not doing their part. <laughs> really? Well, let's go back and watch the instant replay. That is not true. And men have been saying that. Well, I've been trying to be a father. I've been trying to be see my kid. I've been trying. I've been trying. And what's been happening? This. And if you would like to be married to your baby's father. One. <laughs> the rest of you who don't plan to get married. Why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You, you already have your child to think about and then you of a whole family to care, to care for, you know, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. And then you don't want the commitments. I wouldn't want no man holding me down because I, I think I can make it as a single parent. I, I think I can make it as a single parent. But don't you think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? Not really. I didn't have a father. My father wasn't in the home. So, you know, it, it really, male figures, not substantially important in the family. Now, what do you think happened to the children of these women? Probably half of them are dead. The children of these women, half of them have been shot up in the Marcy Projects and everywhere in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Long Island, Staten Island. Half of them are dead or in jail. Guaranteed. What of the women? What do you think have happened to the women in this in this particular clip? What do you think have happened to him? Well, let me tell you right now. All right here. How $1,000 a month in guaranteed income is helping NYC mother, uh, mothers. Okay. That's what happened to him. What about this one? Hundreds of black women in Georgia will get $850 per month in guaranteed income. That's what's happening to them. A, a, a social engineering program called In Her Hands will give about $850 in monthly cash, no strings attached, up to 650 black women for two years. Launching earlier next year, this social engineering program will be distributing more than $13 million. Okay. Um, this will set back the community another 50 to 75 years. Our future grandkids will be talking about the white man and the black man and this and that and oppression and gerrymandering and redlining. And they're going to be blaming everyone else except for these people running to the government to put their paw out. It is poised to be one of the largest guaranteed income pilot programs, pilot social engineering programs in the United States. When I tell you, what else has happened to these women? What else has happened to these women potentially? They're now looking for a man. And that's you. I want a high, what do they call it? I want a high value man. Coach, how do I get a high value man? Hey, Kevin, how do I get a high value man? And now the women in this clip right here, the women in this clip that have disastrously become single mother, which is, I always tell you, tell your kids the worst decision you will ever make as a woman is to become a single mother. Worse. It will be the worst decision you will make. It ain't going to work out. It ain't going to work out for you. It ain't going to work out for the kids. The likelihood that it work out is slim to none and slim just died. It, it's basically taking a, uh, uh, a case of acme dynamite and blowing your life up as a male. One of the worst decisions you can do between the ages of 18 to 30 is knock up a woman. 
It is actually taking a case of acne dynamite and blowing your life up. What happened to these women also? They're going, I want a high value man. Now these women are 40, 45, 50. And that's you. They're now calling up content creators to try to get coaching on how to be a high value man and take their generation, old generation, washed up ex self to marry a, uh, another gump. And that's you. This is basically what she's going to sound like right here. This is basically what she's going to say. Uh, where is it? Right here. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. That's what they, ha that's what happens to them. Hey, you know what? We like nice guys now. Oh, now I don't believe in strong and independent no more. Now I want to get married. Now I'm looking for my Prince Charming. It's, it's so ridiculous that if I call that out, something's wrong with me. I'm like, guys, this is what they're trying to do to you. 41% of women don't have an emergency fund. Here's why that's a huge issue. Uh, it's a huge issue because this right here. Let me show you what's going to happen as a result of that. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. That's what happens. And you know who knows this? Communists. You know who knows this? Democratic socialists. You know who knows this? The agendas, not the genders, the agendas. I said yet on last weekend, this is not a gender war. It's an agenda war. There's 77% of women working. And 41% of that 77% don't have an emergency fund. You know who has an emergency fund? Married women. Women married to wealthy men. Uh, they have an emergency fund and they have a damn retirement plan too. Okay. So if 41% of women don't have an emergency fund, they're a flat tire away from being broke and not making rent. If a woman right now makes, gets a flat tire this week, they won't have rent money. Their rent money is gone. Okay. This is the realities of our world today. And they are probably say how many men compared to men uh, right here. 72% of men have an emergency fund versus only 49% of women. I don't know how they come up with, oh, there you go. That Nope, that's, that makes sense. So 72% of men, 72% versus 41%. That's a gap. And they're going to say what? Well, the gender pay gap, though, you know, because the gender pay gap. Well, I warned you because of this, if, whether it's gender pay gap or frivolous spending, they're going to patch their way up doing what? Selling peacefully. That's how they're getting by. Right now, you have a niece. If you have a niece anywhere between the age of the 18 and 20, she's selling some peacefully right now. I know you guys don't believe it. 
and you're wondering how you making it. That girl don't work. Do you have a job? No, I'm looking. I'm on monster.com. Are you where you Denny's is hiring? No, I don't want to work at Denny's. I ain't working at Denny's. <laughs> well, how you gonna work? Well, I'll figure it out. OnlyFans seeking arrangement. If you're on my stream where we go over seeking arrangements in detail, all right, we go through it. We I take you through it. I take you through the app. I take you through the kind of profiles. I take you through my messages. I'm sitting on there. Somebody called this out yesterday. They were like, this dude, I pull up my account so you can see how many messages I have. And I haven't been on that long. I have damn near close to a thousand women reaching out to me nonstop. And somebody was like, these dudes talk about game. This dude on here, he just put, you don't even have to say you're going to pay for nothing. You can be like, nah, I want it for free. You can get, you can bargain them down to very little. I have damn close to a thousand messages just sitting there. I don't reach out to nobody. And they're young, young black women, young Latina women, young white women, young Middle Eastern women. They're using it as a dating app. And they're using it to patch their way through. It is crazy. If you go on my members live streams, you can see it. If you go on my Patreon, you can see all of it. It will blow your mind. And you'll look at the, that looked like my niece. That looked like my daughter. That looks like my cousin. And it's, it's available to you. So you see these young girls, 24. You wonder how they're doing it? They're doing it. They're patching their way through. They're patching their way through. All right, so you guys got to figure out what's going on here. It's crazy. Uh, somebody says the Patreon link is here. Um, and if you don't, you're like, oh, I ain't going to really, I ain't going to look. It, it, it's because you don't want to look. You don't want to see what the reality is. This is the new way. And so, again, one more thing I'm going to tell you about this. One more thing I'm going to tell you about this. This is what the dating marketplace, these women are also dating. These women also have boyfriends. So that's what I'm always trying to make you guys see. Not to go out there and, and take part in it. What I want you to see is these women also are the ones that you see at the grocery store going, I wonder if I should approach her. These women are also on your dating app, on your Tinder. These are, these are also the women that you're going, maybe I should work on my game on her. That's where I'm trying to make you wake up. Because you're also going, you're, you're thinking that these is a different subset of women. No, these, these women are also overlapping, walking in the real world. These are the women you work with. These are the women that you're going, she's a five. She's, I, I wouldn't even date her, but I'll have, I, these are the women you're cold approaching. That's what I'm trying to wake you up as. So this is what the, this is going to be a new normal. And then these are your future wives. This is where I'm waking you up. These are your future wives. So for all of these people out here that you think, oh, my wife was a good girl. She went to school. She had a job. These are your future wives. Are you with me now? Somebody says game still works. But what you have to understand is you're gaming. Um, you're gaming on. High, highly likely, you're gaming on uh, women who were 
sold on the marketplace at some point? Who did it for a second? Who did it for a week? Who did it for a month? Who did it for a year? Um, how much more proof do you need here? Let me go ahead. Uh, I was going to play a clip, but how much more proof do you need here? You're going to end up marrying her, and this is what she was before. Hey, sucking dick for sex. Ah, sucking dick for sex. Ah. <laughs> All right, who played that clip? Who somebody must have interjected in my show? I didn't play that. What about some more stats? What about some more stuff? Lack of savings has high costs for women. Do they, they're not writing these articles about men. They're writing them about women saying, oh, these women are in trouble. And you think they're in trouble in March 2021? They're in super duper trouble right now. Nearly half of women can't afford a $400 emergency expense compared to just one third of men. Gains in education and debt. 70% of the student loan debt belongs to women. I keep showing you videos of Dave Ramsey and these women trying to get married. Well, my husband won't marry me. Why? Well, we're in, we, we have debt. We have debt. How much debt do you guys have? Well, I have $150,000 in student loan debt. He has $20,000. <laughs> You're like, what? But we want to get married and buy a house. And no wonder he don't want to get married, okay? Women are saving less. They spend, what, 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 what is it, um, 80% of the GDP? Every 83% of our economy is based on women spending, right? Consumer spending. Consumer spending is almost 80% women. That's why you can walk through a shopping mall and not see one man, sto a store for a man. Go through a shopping mall. Have you guys noticed this? I, I wake you up to this stuff. Go to a shopping mall. A shopping mall. Sorry, we're going off today. I'm just, you know, it's Monday. Go to a shopping mall. Walk through the mall. Find a store that is just for you. I mean, Foot Locker, but that's not for you. There's, there's literally, there's literally 83% of the stores either belong directly for women or are a result of women, meaning child, furniture, etc. Shout out to Mr. Loud Pocket says, uh, I'm going to save a, I'm going to save a wild horse off the highway 304. That's you. And that's you. By the time you find the one man store, it's an ugly, cheap polo shirt. <laughs> only for men. Oh, we only specialize in men's polo shirts and men's dockers. You know what I'm saying? Expresses men and women's clothes. I'm talking about just a man store. Just a man store. There's no, there's no men's stores. There's 80%, 80 to 85% of the stores are mixed and they have a small men's section, all for women or women and kids. And then by the time you find the men's stores, it's in the corner crevice in the subterranean men part, third level, subterranean level. In the back corner, men's warehouse. <laughs> That's, men's warehouse is rarely in the mall. It's outside the mall. 
Men's Warehouse is outside the mall, the strip mall before you even get into the mall. You don't even have to go in the mall. Men's Warehouse is outside the mall. <laughs> it's crazy. But you guys don't realize it. Brooks Brothers. Yeah, I mean, that's it. They got the Brooks Brothers all in the bottom corner. Most, most of the stores are for women. Most of the stores are for women and children. Count it up. If anybody wants to disagree with me, if anybody wants to disagree with me, go to the mall today. Count up the stores. Be like, go buy them. Woman, woman, women and child, women, mixed. All right, but then go into the mixed store. Where's the men's section? Oh, it's all the way in the back corner. It's on the left side. The woman's clothes is on the right side, and they got more of them. Express. Go back. M m woman, woman, woman and child, mix. Man, woman, woman, woman. Jewelry store, jewelry store, fake jewelry store, furniture store. So people are calling that. They're trying to name things uh, under armor. Go in there. It's a mixed store. All right. Foot Locker. It's a mixed store. That's a mixed store. Go in there and find a male only store. Men's Warehouse will qualify. Books Brothers will qualify. But there's not that many of them. Champs is a mixed store. All right. It's going to be mixed, but it's going to be mostly men, but it'll be mixed. All right. People are trying to name a store. You're naming one store. All right. Go in there. Where's the gun and ammo store? Where's the knife store? Where's the good men's clothes store? Go in, the, go in there and be like, he said, she called me out, coach. I'm trying. Go in there and it'd be like, we only sell men's clothes in here. Find it. Men's warehouse. You know what I mean? It's only a few of them. There's no men's. At, at, listen, we're going off today. There was a store. There was at one point in uh, Fashion Island in Newport Beach. They had a Nike store. They put a Nike store in. No men's shoes in the whole damn store. Not one. So I go in there. I'm like, you guys put a Nike store in here. Great. But I was like, where's the men's section? We don't have one. You're going to have no men's shoes in the men's store? Yeah, we don't need it. Men going to buy their whatever their couple of shoes are, but women are going to buy 80 shoes. It's, I was like, I was like floored. Of course, the store is gone. It's out of business. It's out of business. I'm like, there's only so much. Let's see. I'll do a couple more super chats. One white pony met a girl yesterday, early 20s. She said she loves toxic boys. Can't make it up. That's where we are. Uh, Black Retezer Philosopher says, I'm here every day, coach. Keep. Uh, you're you're keeping us focused and empowering us. Got to wake you guys up to what's going on here. All right, Coach Junior says, "Born." He says, "Burn this beat till the wheels fall off. Get whatever you guys want out of this thing. This life is available for you." Uh, most of you guys will turn over again. There's a gender pay gap, but they spend 82 percent of the consumer goods. Like, how does that make sense? Do the math on that. How does that make sense? Well, now it's starting to make sense. Either a man is giving them the money. Or they're spending their money up. The money they're making, they're spending it up. The money they're making, they're spending it up. And then eventually they'll do what? Oh, we need a nice guy. We need a good guy. We need a guy that's a gentleman. And then 
all through their 20s, they were doing this. All through their 20s, they were seeing me. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Then when they get to their 30s. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Anybody considers this hate, I've been showing you the evidence. I've been backing it up. I've been showing you. And then they start doing what? I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. It, 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 it's, it, it never fails. And then they want you to get tired of the carousel. Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people is anybody else just over this hookup culture i mean i get it i'm i'm online i'm trying all these things but like what happened to romance what happened to you know a little bit of chivalry whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us what are you doing can i come through is there any real men out there at all i don't know help me out it's going to be hard at 31 to make this happen for you. It's going to be damn near impossible to make that. And then you're going to be in an emergency. And then you're going to have to pick anybody, a simp, a gum. And then that guy's going to say, can you change some things about yourself? All right. I know you want me to change and give up my life and, and, and nail myself to the cross for you. But are you going to change anything about yourself? Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. Yep, I guess I'm not his type. He don't like me. All right, find another guy. Then she finds another guy, and you pour your heart out to her. And then she does it don't matter what community you're from. That's what it is. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. Where, where's the win? Where's the win, guys? Where's the win? If she not in these streets, you playing the ring game. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man.
she know a good deal when she sees it. She knows a good deal. She's like, let him play the ring game. And then when he goes and asks her, honey, can you do a little bit something for me? Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I. <laughs> Where's the win? Where's the win? All right, let's do some more super chats. Uh, Das Token says, I had a 29 year old BW who makes 40K, drives a new Mustang, lives with three roommates, and makes fun of me for driving a van. I have a house and a vintage cars. And I guarantee you, she's in debt up to her eyeballs with three roommates. Guys, trust me. Trust me on this one. All right. Feast of Famine says, gotta get that peace, leave, and run. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> All right. Oh, Breezy says, you bring up so many points that I've been thinking about before I found this show, Free Agent for Life. What I want to tell you on that one, guys, you're not alone. You are not alone. I am here with you. Though you're far away, I am here to stay. You are not. Guys, we've been thinking about this. It don't take that much to really come up with these points yourself. You know what I'm saying? You sitting here like, wait a minute. You be thinking. Putting it together. And in your mind and in your gut and your real instinct, you know these are bad deals you're getting into. You know it. You don't even need the statistics. You don't even need the statistics. You know it's a bad deal, but then she's sitting across from you, and then this is all she has to do to sway you um, to get you back on her side. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. And then you're sold. You're like, oh, this, how can this fail? This is great. And you know it's a bad deal. You're like, this is horrible. But then she sits next to you. She bats her eyes. Okay. She sells your ass a dream. She cries. She says, I've been just looking for one man to take me out on a real date. I'm just looking for a real man, a real relationship. And then you fall for it. Hook, line, and sinker. I'm almost 26 years old. And I live alone, have no friends, never been to a party, cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in. And life is just really lonely. Just another holiday, I'm by myself. That's where you end up, and you're like, oh, baby, I'll be good for you. Baby, I'm yours if you want me. Baby, I'm yours if you need me. Oh, loving you forever. If you want me, give me your love. And then you're like this. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. <laughs> you're like oh damn what happened here all right you got caught in the biggest 
penis fly trap there's ever been. Everybody's been caught in this. Now you got gumped. Now you're going to get praying mantis and you're going to get dragged to child support, highly likely. And you're going to get separated from your child, highly likely. <laughs> All right, man, we having fun. It's a Monday. We're having fun. Oh, Breezy says, I got you, man. Albert Wesker says, Lots of whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on for a second. We just having fun today, man. Uh, but you can't tell me I'm wrong. All right. It's a trap. Uh, Albert Wesker says, Lots of future wives in hotels right now, letting a 60 year old sugar daddy give her the Alabama jam off the top rope like beautiful Bobby Eaton. But y'all don't know that, though. I wish you guys knew. I wish you guys knew, but you don't know. But you guys think you know, but you don't know. And I'd be wondering about that. I'm like, dang, I wonder whose future wife this is that's with me today. <laughs> it ain't my future wife. It ain't my future baby mama. But this somebody future wife going. I got money. Oh, man. Blockchain, Blockchain Motley says crypto market got me greedy buying the dip. Ripple XRP uh, featured in a patent with Synchrony Bank to be used as settlement uh, parent. Uh, check that out. Uh, people are really bullish um, on uh, XRP right now in this dip. Face fact, but this is not economic. This is not advice here. Face fact says their standards are tired. I'm sorry. Their, their standards are tied to desperate, not delusion. Desperation, not delusion. He says the modern XX is a parasite at best. Free agent lifestyle is the way. We used to be able to do this deal and it used to work out, at least metaphorically, uh, but it can't work out. It's unworkable. I mean, there's too many traps laid at the end. Aaron Guy says, have you seen Fresh and Fit on that flagrant two podcast? Donovan Sharp broke down that interview. I have not. All right, I could pretty much stayed away from YouTube this weekend uh, because... I mean, the crawling. <laughs> you go. And these, guys, I just want to make you guys know because everybody's like, you tricking. Dude, these are not pay. All right. It's not a pay. Dude, at some point, it becomes zero pay. It becomes zero, right? Because they just hungry at the end of the day. All right. People think every interaction I have is just this. I got no, money. Those are the ones I really want. All right. The ones that are just around for uh, f- five, sixes, and sevens. All you got to do is put some rice out. Just put some rice out. Hey, you like rice? Here you go. They be hungry. They hungry like the werewolf of London out in this mug. Mm. <laughs> they hungry like the werewolf of London. All right, shout out to my man uh, on American Pip who said that. They just hungry, bro. Just put out some food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got some left. Dude, I'm, I kid you not. Some girl came over. She she came over. She washed her hands, went straight to my refrigerator. I was like. <laughs> yeah, it's still paying. It's still that. Went straight to my refrigerator. She was like, you got some. She was like, what you got in here? I was like, everything else you need to make. She was like, I'll cook for you. I was like, oh. She was like, oh, it looks like there's something left. I was like, I did have some leftovers. I went to Lucille's. Remember I went to Lucille's and saw the sugar mama date? I was like, I got some leftover Lucille's. She's like, let me see. <laughs> I was like, bro. Mm. I'm like, bro, these people that, is it this bad out here, man? 
I showed her the leftovers from Lucille. She looked it over. It was like some un the onion strings, and it was like a, a couple of pieces of uh, brisket. She was thinking about it. She was like, she was like, nah. She was like, uh, what about that? I was like, oh, that's some uh, salmon. You know what I mean? She was like, oh, I'll I'll make that. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is crazy. What is going on with these people? <laughs> they hungry, man. These people be hungry, man. I'm telling you, under 30, I'm going to tell you right now one more time. I know you guys don't get it. People in general under 30 are struggling right now. And it's not just the women. It's everybody. All right? Struggling. And because of the economy and the way it is, the inflation, the job market, Any chance they can get to get a free damn meal. Rice and they out here. If you're over 30, you don't get it. You don't see what's happening here. You don't see what's happening. Like, you don't know what how bad it is out here. Like, if you're like if you're a generation Xer and you've been doing your jobs, you know what I mean? Like you're doing, you're doing fine, you're doing decent. Imagine a kid that graduated from college in the last three or four years. They are going, they struggling. With roommates, and they got pets, and they out here uh, twerking and doing only they struggling. Somebody says I cooked at a restaurant. It is like wow. It's hard. He says it's hard out here for the three or fours. Can't relate. Nah, man, it's crazy. Somebody says don't feed the bears. People ain't got money like that. People don't have money like that. Adrian Paul says let's go Chiefs. What a weekend of football. You guys had a good weekend of football. He says, I hope everyone is doing well. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit me with the Kaylee. Where's she at? She out here enjoying her best life too. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. <laughs> Kaylee's a mess. And say you had a job, you still barely making it. I mean, especially if you live in L.A., Orange County, D.C., New York, Miami. If you're if you if you live in one of these mega cities, Chicago, Atlanta, you still struggling with the job. That was kind of the point of the show at the beginning, just because they'd be like, well, I got a job that don't that means nothing in this economy. That means zero. There's people that got Boston, New York. They're you're you're barely making it. You barely just have enough. Even with a roommate, you barely have just enough. It is it is some of the great thing. Now, if you live somewhere else, um, you know it might be a little bit different. Yeah, but the, yeah, rents are skyrocketing. House cost house uh cost of housing skyrocketing. Everything's going up, and the job market can't compete. Job market can't compete. So even with the job, there are people who are struggling. I keep showing you the stats. Women don't got no money, man. They don't have the money like that. So a lot of people will say, well, that's only 41%. That's the vet. Okay, take out the highly attractive women, the nines and tens. All right, that's 10% of women. They can find money either any day of the week by doing a variety of things. OnlyFans, seeking arrangements, dating the older men, staying on the carousel. They'll get supported, getting married. They're fine. So that's 10%. 
of the 59% of women that have that available cash. So now you're down to 49. Now the rest of the 49 is going to be, here's a, here's a funny stat right here that I pulled up. Now, I don't know if it's true, but uh, let's see here. Where is it? Right here. Oh, it says 82% of women making over 100K are in network marketing. Like they're a, a customer rep. So take those percentage of women out of that. It says only 9% of women in the U.S. earn 100K. Take the 9% out. Now you're down to 39%. The 39% are probably working some of these jobs right here, some of these jobs that they patch up, uh, some of these networking jobs. You're then left with the broke women. Now you're left with the broke women. Those are the women that are doing nursing. Oh, I make good money doing nursing. You're still probably in debt, probably still stu in student debt. You're probably still got that Nissan Ultima payment. You probably still live with your parents. You probably still live with roommates. Even though nur nurses ain't out here just crushing it and they're supporting themselves. Some are, some are. I know a nurse in her 50s that's crushing it, and she still lives in a little one-bedroom apartment with her dog and her daughter in Los Angeles. Damn near struggling because her daughter is not killing it. Her daughter needs a place. So, so you live with your 20-something-year-old daughter in one bedroom and a dog, bruh, in Los Angeles. Stop. <laughs> Stop. So she's doing okay in her job, but what she has to do, she got to support her daughter. She got to live in Los Angeles because that's where she makes a lot of money. Stop. Don't give me this. We're out here making it and crushing it. There's everybody, damn near everybody struggling in this time. So don't, I don't want to hear about it. I'm a woman and I'm doing good. You're the small minority. As a matter of fact, this much of a minority. Nine, only 9% 9 of women in the U.S. earn over 100K. And let me tell you, those women are all in one area. They're all in D.C. They're all in L.A. They're all in Atlanta. They're all in New York. They're all in Chicago. Go take the rest of the map of the United States. They're not there. They're not in. They're not in the. They're not in Oregon. They're not in Portland. Not at great numbers. They're not in Iowa. They're not in Idaho. They're not in Kentucky. They're not in Milwaukee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not in St. Louis. Not enough of them. They're not in St. Louis. They're not in Philadelphia. They're not in Alabama. They're not where everybody else is. They're in the Bay Area. That's, that's it. All right. That's where that 9% of people are. They're not in Montana. They're not, they're not in these other places where you're struggling on the dating marketplace and they're trying to sell you some leftover stuff. Some of them are in Seattle, but we're talking about great numbers. You know what I mean? There's some of them in Seattle, but guys, I, I swear to God, there's somebody. I'm talking to girls. They like, yep, I graduated from USC. Yep, I graduated from Cal Berkeley. Still slanging peace leave. It is like, what? Dallas, a little bit in Dallas. Uh, Michael S says, stocks tanking, crypto tanking, and real estate is next. Sleepy Joe is clueless. The barbarian is at the gate. Discounts at the junior college very soon. If you guys don't realize this, you guys are hopeful. I hope you hope strategists will wake up. I hope you hope strategists will wake up. You're seeing right now gas prices going through the roof. You saw that. You saw eggs going up, bacon going up, bread going up. 
You saw the supply chain being a disaster since October. Now you're seeing them trying to hire teenagers to do trucking because the teenagers are highly likely to have the the poke. And they're not letting people go across the border uh, that don't have the poke. You're seeing that supply chain about to really, really be jacked up. It's already been jacked up. It's about to really be jacked up. Crypto tanking, stock market getting beat down, Dow Jones getting suplexed and DDT'd. And all they need to do is raise the interest rate by 1% and the housing market will collapse. Matter of fact, the housing market is struggling and you guys don't even know it. Will we pull out of this? Yes, it's a tailspin, but uh, um, at some point we'll pull out of this. It might take a decade. Uh, But it's going to get pulled out by um, people that have advanced from the industrial revolution into the modern tech age. Tech, tech, digital. And the housing market is uh, messed up because the cost of supplies are going up. And people in these locations can't afford to buy. There's not enough inventory. So let's say my, this is what you guys get messed up about uh, uh, houses is because you're like, oh, my house, my house price has gone up. Okay, sell it. Sell your house right now. I guarantee you, you won't be able to find nothing to buy (laughs) in that area. What you going to buy? See, this is where your house price went up, but sell it. Your ass going to be in an apartment with all your stuff in storage. Nothing to buy. Because you're going to look around and go, I am buying that for that price. You go, right? Because your price of your property went up, but you're not going to buy something at that price. It would be foolish because you're buying less. You're getting less for it, but you cashed out. That's what happens. You need somewhere to live. That's what happens. Everybody says, oh, my house, my price, price of my house went up, but there's no inventory. People leaving California. People leaving California and going to all of these other places, jacking up the cost of living in your other place. Inflation going up. Yeah, hyperinflation. Oh, there's no hyperinflation. We can see it. It's 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 not. And 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 I'm telling you, man, it's gonna take very little to make this thing really bad. It's gonna take very little to make this thing really bad. But again. If you're thinking, don't worry. I don't know what you're thinking here. I don't know what you're thinking. I would be just preparing for this. Somebody said, this is a trend, fellas. He says, hold what you have in market in crypto. If you have the means to buy, remember 2008, then the bounce back. Yeah, there's a bounce back. People will bounce back, but not everybody will bounce back. Not everybody bounced back from 2008, right? People did bounce back, but they they bounced back and they got jobs that barely covered enough to survive. That's why we're here. And then all they had to happen was a little bit of inflation, a little bit of a setback. And now those people that slightly bounce back, they're broke today. Just off the gas going up 50 cents. So if you're smart, I would be looking at advances towards tech, advancing, saving money, socking it away. Um, same thing, hold on to your real estate. Just because it went up in value don't mean you have a seller's market. Okay? You guys have valuable houses, but not a seller's market. How, how is that helping you? 
you sell, now your ass is in a townhouse. Now your ass is in an apartment. All right. I've known people that do that all the time. They're like, oh man, my real estate agent says this is the best time to sell. They sell their freaking house and they can't find another one. It's like, holy shit. Uh, the world is never going in. It is what it is. You just don't have to commit to all of this uh, other stuff here. Uh, one white pony. I'm strong and independent. Don't want no. Uh, don't want to listen to a man. Meanwhile, stuck in a glorified secretary job, answering to a male boss. Yeah, that's the whole parallel. I don't want no man. I don't have to report to no man. But then they are reporting the men. Somebody says you can see it. You can sell if you move to a cheaper town. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only way you can do it. Like if I sell my house in Orange County, yeah, I got to move to Las Vegas to buy a house now. Do I want to do that? Uh, Esteban Leon says it's sad how they would rather get up, spend one hour to put on makeup, drive an hour each way to work and the meaningless job to serve another man than to you stay home, cook a meal and rub the back of who they choose to love. They'll come back. It'll come back to that. And uh, but when they come back, they're going to sell themselves as able to do that. I'm willing to do that. I played the video of the woman that says, no, no, I'm I don't believe in strong and independent no more. I'm a damsel when distress. That's cold word for I'm going to set your ass up. Ron says Las Vegas facing a water shortage. That's why I've always been scared of Arizona and Las Vegas. Because California steals their water. They steal their water from Las Vegas and California. I mean, Arizona. So if 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 California has a water shortage, what does Vegas have? Like what? And we have a water shortage here. We're, we're, we have a shortage of water. I'm like, damn. Well, Vegas getting cream then. They have the. Uh, look up the water laws about California and how we jack. How we jack water from everybody. We steal water from everybody. And we show on water. We steal water from California. I'm sorry, Colorado, the Colorado River. We divert that ish way past Arizona and Las Vegas. <laughs> I think we steal like 60% of everybody's water. Correct me if I'm wrong. We steal 60%. Just swipe it. Crazy. Oh, man. Uh, you know, he says water running under Arizona goes to California, too. Yep. Just steal it. Um, and then so then if we're short on water, I'm looking at Las Vegas and Arizona like, damn, this ain't going to take much for them. It ain't going to take much for them to go under. All they're going to say is we ain't got no water. Sebastian says, what's the minimum salary one should be at before making a sinking account? Uh, it doesn't mean it doesn't need a salary. It's about how um, available money you have for whatever you want. You could say, you could tell them whatever you earn. I mean, it's about available resources to yourself. If you have discretionary income, you could do it. If you have game, you can, you don't have to pay a dime. I mean, that's where it is right now. Because there's girls on there, they're like 32, 33. They just want somebody that ain't a straggle daggle so they'll come over there they're like i don't need no money really i just want somebody to give me some jasmine rice <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's a weird dynamic gypsy cat shout out to you pele manuel thank you sir 
Winnie Wall KB. Coach, please review the Lizard Hunter YouTube. I'm going to look it up. I won't review it right now, but uh, Lizard, Lizard Hunter? I'll put it up here. Uh, let's see here. I don't even know what that is. Oh, oh, it's the street. It's the street meat. We call that street meat. I'll check it out. KT King, Nate was the older man and set it off that Jada's character would get money from when she would spend time with him in an adult way. It's Nate season. I like that. I'm going to have to check that out. It's Nate season. Guys, um, one more thing. I don't know if you guys know. Not all women, not all, as Jesse Lee Peterson saying, not all, not all, not all, not all. We don't say all, but you will be shocked. Again, in the dating marketplace, all that has to happen is 20% of women do something like this. It will, it will severely flood the marketplace or it, was, it will make the marketplace of dating difficult and marriage. If 20%, 10% of women do a certain thing, it makes it horrible. Right for for the next man, it's, it just trickles down. It makes it harder for the guy who's a five. It hard, makes it harder for the guy who's a four and a three. And this is what makes it go ninety ten dating marketplace. It makes it turn into a concubine harem situation. What happens is 20 percent of women have a man that they go see to pay a cell phone bill, to get their car out of repossession, to pick fix up their rent. They have a guy for this. And they'll say, I didn't have to do anything. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> they have a guy that, they will, that will take them out and pay them to go to dinner dates just to sit across from them. They have a guy that they're messing around with selling feet pictures and selling debaucherous pictures to. I mean, the, the number has to be up to probably 30% if you include people who are doing OnlyFans. Right? So if 30% of the marketplace, you know, um, is doing this, that's disastrous to the marketplace. It would be disastrous to the marital marketplace. Okay. Cause we can prove 10 to 15 to 20% of women have some sort of seeking arrangement, sugar daddy, uh, account, the account. I, I showed you the poll on colleges and universities and the people on the university campuses were admitting, oh, like everybody has a seeking arrangements account. They were like 10%, maybe 20% of girls have that type of account. I showed you that, right? I showed you that. So if, if these girls have that at that age, and then they go into the work age, work phase of 24 to 29, and then the teachers are selling it, teacher on seeking. Watch this. The teachers are going, okay, I'll keep my job. I won't get married right now. Um, I'll supplement my income. I'll supplement my income. Let me see here. Uh, let's see here. Watch this. I'll show you. I've done articles on this one. Unable to make ends meet on teacher salaries. Some educators are becoming sugar babies. <laughs> An increasing number of educators are turning to dating websites, seeking arrangements to help supplement their income. Right here, American school teachers. Oh, they're talking about averages here. Uh, Sinking arrangement claims that ha they have 8 million active sugar babies. 10,000 have of those self-identify as educators. There's a, uh, there was a Yahoo article related to this one. Uh, let me show you here. There was a Yahoo article right here. 2019. 
Teachers are turning to sugar daddy uh, dating to, uh, sites to supplement their salaries. Watch this. There's a Kaylee. Story continues. Where's the pictures? There she is right there. Teachers, nurses. Guys, there's, like, you guys are, you guys think these just straggle daggles are on here. No, there's women that have desk jobs. They're on here. Because their desk job just pays enough. And then they go on here, supplement their income with their desk job. Teachers in crisis. Teachers are becoming sugar babies, supplement their education salary instead of taking extra jobs. What I'm telling you is you guys think this have this idea that these lost women are on here. It's, well, they're lost. But they're on here doing supplement. They go to their job. They get off at 6. Then at by 8 o'clock, they out there. Once or twice a week. And then they date you on Saturday night. They leave that open to try to date you. You take them on a Tinder date. Mm. <laughs> yep, they'll claim their student loans. Oh, it's tough out here. It's tough to work. So if a girl's a teacher or a nurse and she's in student loan debt, guess what? I went on one meetup and she was an accountant. Oh, I'm an accountant. 29, graduated from USC. <laughs> I'm an accountant. And you're here? They're not making it on their own. They're not Mary Tyler Moore in this thing here. I want you guys to wake up. And if they're not doing that, they're Rachel Dola's all in it. Selling feed pictures, allegedly. Let me see here. Allegedly, feed pictures. No, it's going to escalate. And if they're not doing that, and again, it doesn't mean all women are doing this. All it takes is a good 10, 20, 30% of the marketplace to do this. And it's destructive to the rest of the dating marketplace. It's destructive. It actually destroys it, torpedoes it. Because then it says the, to the guy who's a five trying to get one tender match, he can't get his foot in the door. He's a five or four on a scale, maybe a six on a dating scale. But 10, 20, 30% of the women are doing some sort of this patch up. It destroys it for the six, five, four, and three guy. Destroys it. And if you're a guy who's a seven, eight, nine, or a 10, you're doing well. If you're an eight, nine, or 10 as a guy, economically or looks wise, you're killing it. You're crushing it. You're hitting home runs. You got layups. <laughs> you just laying the ball up. You got a harem. You got a bench over here. If you're an eight, nine, or 10, either physically or economically. You're crushing it out here. It's no problem. But eventually, what's the cost of that? Shout out to John Ellison. He says, the Rams go Stafford. You think the Rams will get a touchdown in the Super Bowl if they go this time? Freddie Frappuccino, men didn't tell XXs to enter the workforce. Now they are broke as coach. Uh, to And as coach to beat up his amp, I beat up his amp. Same thing as... <laughs> It's the same thing as the whole thing, the trans athlete thing. Women are like, we want this, we want this. And then eventually they'll paint themselves into a corner in which now, young ladies, if you're listening to me, if, you, if you're listening to me, you're going, so what do we do about this, right? Where's the, what's the solution? First of all, read my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. I gave men plenty of solutions because there's a lot of people. You just complain. You never give solutions. Wrong. Mm. I wrote a book called The Free Agent Lifestyle. 
that gave men detailed solutions to this. Then I also wrote a book called De-Evolution, where I gave basically the women say, uh, y'all better give up the ghost and admit you guys were wrong on this one, or you're going to face certain disaster, meaning this marketplace is what it is, and then you're selling peace leave because you're in debt. All right. Um, I said that the, the solution is 180 degrees, get rid of the agendas. You're not going to do it. It's okay. I gave you a solution. But there's a woman right here listening to me. Coach, what do I do? I'm 22 years old. What do you want me to get married, find a man? What, what do you want me to do? Stop working? What do you want me to do? Quit my job and become married? Well, that's where you have a problem, man. I told you that was going to be the problem. You've already painted yourself into a corner in which you need a dual income to survive. And so instead of living with a man, you live with two or three other women. You live with your parents. You know what I mean? You're stuck because we've we bit we bit a little bit more we can chew on this one. Even um, Elizabeth Warren, when she was a conservative, and then she switched up to become a Democrat because she realized that's where the dummies are. Right? Even Donald Trump admitted this. He was like, the best way to do it is just to sell to these type of people because if you do, right? These the dummies are on the Democrat side or the dummies are here. It is right here. Elizabeth Warren. I'm going to put this up. Elizabeth Warren used to be a conservative. She was she was not a Democrat her whole life. She was a conservative woman. She wrote a book called The Dual Income Trap. Before she was a politician, Warren wrote a conservative book about family life and economics. Pocahontas herself, in which she warned you, you know, ladies, but you know, ladies, if you guys both work at home, uh, work away from home, who's raising your kids? Who's doing this? Now that you guys have got into this dual income idea, you never, you can't get out of it. Once you go into it and you both have jobs and careers and your kids are out gangbanging and impregnating other people, Jocking people, robbing people, playing video games all day, becoming obese, basically getting involved in the cycle of death and decay. Once you guys commit to this as a means to get through economically, you can't get out. Once 90% of the kids are dropped off to public school indoctrination camps, you can't get out. You're stuck. So now there's a woman going, what do I do now? You're stuck. <laughs> You bit all the way into the apple. There's no getting out of this now. I mean, basically, everybody as one would have to say, whatever the government wants us to do, we're going to do the opposite. It's the only way out. And everybody would have to be in unison. But obviously, we can't even be in unison about some sniffles, right? So we are always going to be fighting over this. If everybody said, everybody, we're homeschooling our kids, no more public school. I mean, you would literally have to have a great majority of people do that and say, nah, we ain't sending our kids to that no more. We'll keep them at home and school them here. And that means one parent has to stay home and school the kid instead of having them out here being gangbangers and can't read at a fourth grade level. Like, like that's the shift that has to happen in our country. It ain't never going to happen. You'd have to watch your kids from when the chance they grew up 
and not drop them off at after school daycare or or daycare when they're six weeks old. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they're six weeks and you go run back to doing uh packing fast food, flipping burgers. That's what you would have to do. That's it has to be a seismic shift. And guess what? It ain't never gonna happen because you guys are stuck. It's like you guys that want to quit your job and to become self-employed or entrepreneurs, but you can't quit the job. I won't take the risk. I'll just keep this job and I'll do this side hustle. And then but you ain't never going to make it. You got to fully commit all in quit. The reason why you're not going to make it is because whatever job you have, I'm dropping too much today. This could all be 50 different videos. Whatever job you have today and you're doing part-time, there's someone doing it full-time. So you're a part-time real estate agent that can't make appointments at a certain time because you're handcuffed to a, de a desk job. Why would I hire you when I can hire a full-time real estate agent? You're a part-time personal trainer that could train two hours a day. Why would I hire you you know, that because you're afraid to quit your job. Why would I hire you and this personal trainer trains eight clients a day? Who am I going to hire? So just like you're afraid to quit your job and do what you really want to do, that's what the rest of the country is going through. They want to quit and turn this dynamic around, but they're too big of a coward to quit. So they're stuck and they'll continue to be stuck. That's bottom freaking line. You'll continue to be stuck. So there's no way out of it except if there's a seismic shift and we ain't going to do it. So you're going to continue to go work, 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 work. You're going to be telling you to sit in your car in the morning like this. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. You're going to do that for 30 years, and then it'll look like this. Cheers. You going to have some? Okay. Tuck in. Eat. And then men will blame women, and women will blame men for the predicament we're in. We'll continue to go at each other's neck. <laughs> we'll be like, it's your fault. You won't commit no more. And then the men will say, well, you won't stay off the streets no more. You're too old. I don't want to date you now. You're 35, too, too much. I don't want to pay for in vitro fertilization. I want you when you're young. Well, when I'm young, I'm too young. I want to be out in these streets. <laughs> All right. And then in instead of her going, I'll be, I'll go marry a guy. I'll be good and I won't divorce grape in the kingdom come. What does she do? She comes sees my old ass for some jasmine rice. The women in Gen X are seeing me for jasmine rice when they should be finding a guy building up together. But do they want to build up together? The answer is no. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO. Okay?
potential and all of that my heart yani, it just vibes into what's happening now you know potential well, well, and she'll go through 5, 6, 10, 15 rich men getting bounced, kicked to the curb, ran through and then she'll be like, you know what happens? I can't win out. No, no guys approach me no more. Oh, man. All right. Super chats. Joseph Norris says I was in the U.S. Marine Corps. In the 80s, I still never understood why I why the women I lived. Wait, I, the women I lived wanted me physically just because I was not a Chad, just an average man. Yeah, that's why. Because you were getting it's the pheromones. Right. He says, I was like, uh, Milio, coach, uh, you got to do a live about the West. Oh, I forgot about it the other day because I was talking so much. He's, uh, I got to do a live about the West Elm Chad running through the New York 304s, big trending on 10 top, and a perfect example of the 80-20 rule. He says, bye, Hoge, coach game. I meant to talk about this. Maybe we'll do this today, the West Elm Chad. If you don't know, man, and I think some of these girls are lying. But there's a TikTok trend about this guy in New York, I believe, in Soho. I don't know where he is. He's supposedly ghosting all these women after running through them. <laughs> and he's a Chad. It's the 80-20 rule. It, it is literally, it, it's unbelievable, man. Uh, Das Token says, uh, CGA, you got to give these gumps out of your mods. He says, I feel like they're just bored to time out people. I'll send you the transcript of the chats. This is dumb. I, I I can't see what's going on. I don't know, man. Sorry, man. I don't know. Maybe it's um. Oh, what's it? Yeah, what's Elm Caleb? I'll I'll do a teaser here. Um, I'll do a teaser. There's a lot of women saying that there's a guy. Hold on for a second. That's not it. There's a guy in New York that's matching with them on on social media, on Tinder, or on Instagram, or whatever he's doing. And then he's ghosting them after he smashes or after he goes on a date. And so the point is now, a lot of women are saying, oh, I dated that guy too. Now, some women are lying and they're trying to do it for TikTok attention. But this is the rule. This is the idea of the 80-20 rule, right, that we're talking about. If this is true and all these women so-called dated this guy, there you go. They're not dating you. But this guy got it. He got the hat on backwards type of guy. And they're getting ghosted and they're mad, angry about it. Aceto Rusco says, so true coach. After gym sessions, uh, my Kaylee's favorite position is on her knees. Shout out to you. Simon Small is in the building with the thumbs up. Dave G says, damn coach, you ain't got to keep flaming your big homie voice like that. I always try to think of a comparison. Sorry about that. Mr. C73 coach. You should do a where are they now on single mothers video. Give them the buzzer. I already know where they at. And I already know what they look like. Leo K says the pillar of universal universal basic incomes are here. Wake up, gentlemen. Some of you guys are still asleep at the wheel on this one. All right. Uh, we're headed. I always told you half of our society lives a socialist society and half of us live a democratic republic capitalist society like half of us are chasing capitalism and half of us are chasing socialism there's no debate on this and i know there might be a guy well it's not really socialism like venezuela or cuba or 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 uh any other socialist country like um sweden and i'm like yes it
Half the people are surely living socialists. Any commitment to socialism. Anytime I hear gender pay gap, anytime I hear, that's them basically saying, why am I frozen? All right, they don't want me to talk no more. Now I'm frozen. All right, here we go. Now I'm stuck. There I am. Yeah, they. <laughs> Anytime I hear those things, sorry if I was frozen, because they, they got me off. They don't want me to talk now. All right. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. I'm just letting you guys know. Anytime you hear those things, anytime you hear these things, that is basically people pushing you to not work, de incentivizing you to work. That uh, let me tell you something. Anytime you say to me, as a black man, I should give back to the community, that's going to de incentivize me to work for you because I'm not going to carry the load for you. I know we're going off today. This is what it means. I supposed to give back portions of my hard work for people who aren't working hard. If you do that to enough people, they're not going to work for you anymore. They're going to take their money and run. They're going to hide their money or they're going to stop working. Oh, I ain't doing all this work for you. If you make that an idea, take from the rich, tax them more. What are the rich people going to do? They're going to stop working or they're going to hide their money. They're going to leave. They're going to take their money and leave. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out. Now, the people who are going to sell you this, if they're a politician, if they're a group, they're going to say, hey, y'all, don't worry. We're going to take from the people over here. And then we'll give you 850 bucks, 1,000 bucks, blah, blah, blah. And then what's going to happen is, they're going to do this. The rich people, the people who have the money are going to do this. Got to get my bag and run. They're going to leave the country in droves. Or they're going to put their money over here. And then what's going to happen next is the $850 they promised you is going to be more like $250. And we're like, well, we were going to take from the rich people, but they all left. So now we can only afford to give you $250. And you're going to go, wait a minute. You were giving me $850, and I was cool with that, but now it's $250? I heard that with the stimulus check. Remember that? The stimulus check? We're going to give you $2,000, and then it was $1,200. Oh, well, we couldn't give you $2,000 this time. We gave you $1,200. <laughs> you see what I mean? And then essentially, once they got you down to $250 in a can of beans, because the people who had the money either stopped working or they left, then they'll say, we can't give you the $250 either. Or the inflation is going to go up. The cost of living. You're going to need two can of beans. We can't give you two can of beans. We'll give you half a can of beans. You got to share it. And then at that point, now you're in the communism. You've left socialism. And that lasted for about six to eight years until the rich people got wise and left or stopped working. Because why work if I'm going to just give it over to you who's not working? It's very simple. Just put it together. But now we still have a group of people that are willing to say, I'm not going to do anything. I'll just wait for it to come to me. 
and you, shame on you because you're making all that money. Just give it to me. I literally will run or hide my money or stop working. It's that problem. It's that simple. But people don't get it. Rich people are not dumb. They're rich for a reason. And they're not going to keep working to support you. They literally will get the hell out of here. Anyway. And that's what's going to happen. Uh, that's what happened in the crypto and all of that stuff. You guys put your $5 of crypto in, and then the rich people put in $100,000. They 2 x it, 3 x it, pulled their money out, and now you lost all of your $5. <laughs> You're like, damn, I had like $600 in crypto. You lost it all. Meanwhile, the rich people put theirs in and 10 x it and pulled it out. Anyway. How far are we going here? Because I've been going on. I've been going on here. What every man should have, he says, the Bill Moyer show was pure anti-black hate, hysteria over crack, AIDS, and then the creation of the deadbeat dad. And he says, uh, with a black man's face. And that was 83 to 86 during the reign of Reagan. Yeah, that was that one thing, that episode. I, I think, I don't know what you're talking about, but there was one episode that really put the child support system on blast. Uh, Caitlin Ferguson says women have a premarital relationship. Wait, women who have premarital relationships is like driving an expensive car without insurance. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I want you to ask how many girls you know that that are driving a car right now have insurance on their car. <laughs> who have more than just the basic coverage. You know, uh, they just have comprehension and collision. They don't have no. Uh, they just have partial coverage, just enough coverage. If they have insurance, ask, ask if they're paying the bill if they're under 30, the insurance bill. I would say highly unlikely. And ladies, if you're in here, prove me wrong. They're going to say, I pay all my insurance. I pay all my bills. Okay, you're rare. According to the statistics, you're rare. If you're doing this, yeah, you only have liability insurance. They barely have liability insurance. And then it's like Geico or some ish like that. Trust me, I have a person that I just know right now. She had a roommate. She the, the person that I know went out of town for the holidays, let her roommate borrow her car, and her roommate crashed it up. They went to the insurance. It was just liability insurance. Insurance. Now she now they both don't have a car. And you guys never hear these things, Adriana's insurance. You guys never hear these things until stuff happens. And stuff like this happens all the time. And you're like, damn, what happened? Okay, uh, your insurance will surely, surely care for this, right? Uh, Well, not exactly. Oh, what happened? Oh, I didn't have insurance. Oh, my parents stopped paying for the insurance. We forgot to pay the premium. Oh, I only had liability. Oh, <laughs> you like, God dang. Y'all running into some problems out here. Y'all barely, barely making it. And this is the stuff you don't hear because you don't, don't ask the tough questions. They're, people are on their last leg, last dime. Wait a minute. Somebody texting me all over for a second. Okay. Tyler's parent. Sorry for this one. 
we're going to wrap it up here, all these super chats. Nate Bitt says they think uh, they're Proverbs 31, but really are Proverbs 7. I don't know the reference, but <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty funny. DK Bradley says, Coach tells no lies. The game is rigged. It's not It's not for you guys. It's for you to get finessed. And if you leave with your heart, you're going to get ran over. All right, speaking my mind, throwing, throwing in the towel. Damn, <laughs> you throw it in the towel here, right? For the guys who can't get tender matches, right? It's a tough, it's a tough world out for you right here. And and guys, it ain't gonna get better for you until until you change your mindset. It's tough out here for everybody. But Dark Vader, Darth Vader stance. I work with a chick who says she can take uh, months off from work and still survive. Coach Gang, is she on public assistance or selling peace leave? I don't know, man. She might be in good financial position, or she might have a sugar daddy on the side where she's good. I've known of a woman in that position then. Um, but then I found out, like, she she works as a hairstylist. But what happens is she was able to save up a lot of money because she made a, like, a one-year agreement with this sugar daddy. He, he wasn't an old guy, but he was a guy with money. And so then he paid all her rent and bought, he put a down payment on a Range Rover for her. And then thus, she was able to save all of her hairstylist money. And then she took out the loans, like a PPP loan. She took out that and saved it. So let's just get one thing straight here. Without that situation, she would have no money. She would be broke doing hair. But now she got a head start because she made a one-year deal with a guy where she was an exclusive sugar baby for this guy. Eugene Morgan, he says, this is why RP game will never beat the free agent lifestyle. He says, RP tells you to learn game and hit the dating market. And free agent lifestyle tells you you're playing against hackers. Yeah. The game is all hacked. I mean, guys, the dating marketplace, like there's no more. In, the, the days where there's just innocent female out here walking around. Oh, slap, you slam them on the head. Oh, wait, wait. And you caught them slipping and you ran game all over them is gone. Uh, Chris, oh, King Chris, coach, keep doing God's work, waking up men to the harsh reality. He says, we'll always hit have Smiths in the system that don't want men to wake up. Yeah, if your argument to me is love, it's gone, man. That That's not it. And so you want me to go back to your system and your system is corrupted. You know, they said the hackers and all that stuff. All right. Um, I, I'll show you this chart right here. If you guys are just joining me late, the system is that system is done. You guys got to think more, uh, more than about love. That's not the only thing guys. That is not the only thing. Take a look at this chart right here. If you guys keep wanting to argue me down. Never in the history of the world have these two lines been any closer. More, ma less marriages more divorce and just as less divorce. I mean, never in the history of relationships have these lines been kissing closer. And this this chart is at 2010. Wait till the 2020 numbers come up. These lines are about to kiss the cross of least less marriages and just as many divorces. Kissing cousins. <laughs> and I didn't do this, ladies and gentlemen. If you can't get married today, don't blame me. King Chris, thank you, man. Charlie Brown says women don't understand that they uh, only have one peace leave because their peace leave is only went from one man. He says, I'm waiting for a young church virgin 
with a decent family. Thank you for your service, coach. You can hold out. You can hold out for sure. Cooper Time says, one of my employees' girlfriends dumped him a couple of weeks ago. I just saw her on Seeking, and uh, she's been on there since March 2021. Yes, she thinks she's going to trade up. And they just broke up. And she been had an account since March 2021. It's rough out there. Wisdom Vision Productions, what channel has the members only stream for investing, dating apps, etc.? Also, thank you for thanks for crashing Bitcoin. Buy that dip and hold on for dear life, baby. Yes, indeed. Uh, the channel members live streams are here. Um for that that's weekly that we go through seeking and then what i do is it's on it's on locals as well link should be in the description box coach greg adams.locals.com and then the old ones that were on the old channel i put them on patreon so you can go back to the very first one on patreon i don't think you even have to be at the 50 dollars level you can be at the regular level of patreon and you can see all the seeking stuff we pull up a city we pull up a city we say what city you want to look at we pull it up and it'll have over 10,000 women or profiles on there. Oh, some of them are fake. Some of them are real. Some of them, you don't know what it is. Then you can go look at the pictures. Click. You'll see very, very beautiful women. You'll see marginally attractive women. You'll see basic Beckys. You'll see women that have no business on here. You'll see older women. <laughs> you like, What? And these are women, your everyday women that you're going to go approach. You're thinking about how do I run game on her? People keep asking for the links. All right, here's the links to Patreon right here. Oh, wait a minute. That's not it. That's the link to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Coach Greg Adams. And, and the guys that are going, I would never pay. I'll date. You're dating sugar babies. <laughs> You're dating only van artists. You're dating girls that get flown out. You're dating girl. I mean, the percentage a percentage of them you are dating those girls. You're dating a percentage of them. So let's just say, out of everybody you date, you date ten girls in a month. Highly likely, one or two, maybe three, are those girls. Let's say you sleep with one girl a month, maybe two girls a month. Highly likely, one of those. Maybe both are that. And then you're going, well, I don't pay. Okay, you're being with somebody that gets paid or you're paying in some sort of other way indirectly. Tyrone, Turnpike Tyrone on lunch break and catching up. Coach gang, keep grinding. Also, go Niners, need that shuffle. Oh, we haven't shuffled all day today, but we're going to get through that one. We haven't shuffled at all. At all. <laughs> I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Oh yeah! Shout out to Jiggly Jiggly Bumflesh. She says lunchroom phone turned up. Rebecca, stay, uh, start acting up. All right, all right. You better start acting right. Tim True Tone says the average woman spends $350 a month on her appearance, and that's not including clothes, just hair and makeup. That's another thing. It's expensive to be a woman. So if they're making less money and they're saying they make less money, but then they have to do hair, makeup, hair, makeup. Like Zoe said it, hair, makeup, vagina waxing, manicure. You guys know what manicures cost? 
A manicure could cost you 150 bucks as a woman. And they might have to do that like every couple weeks. So you make X amount of dollars, but you only spend X amount of dollars. They make X amount of dollars and they got to get a wig, a weave, a extensions, Botox, Botons, uh, BBLs, nails. Uh, uh, they got to wax their mustache. They got to get their eyebrows on, eyelashes. So you guys better realize what's going on here. It's expensive to be her. It's competitive to be her. So they make money, but I guarantee you them things start, them bills start adding up that just going to get manicures and pedicures. And then if they don't get it, now they got to hear about it. Oh, what's wrong with your nails? Uh, King Chris says, make 80K a year, focus on myself and financially independent while living the free agent lifestyle. Hit me with the... I got money. Indeed. This is going to be a long stream. Hen Chaser says, my greetings from Kenya, CGA. I wish you a great 2022. I'll try. Because people somehow get offended by this message. I'm just waking you. This isn't even about men and women anymore. This is about economics. And I've been saying that. Same thing with racism. You guys are married about racism and waiting for white people to feel sad and guilty for you. No, no, no. Let's get your economic situation straight and you can get over a lot of stuff. Can you get over all of it? No. But it's this is an economic situation. Please understand. Every single problem you have boils down to $10,000. I keep telling you guys that. Every problem you have has a $10,000 solution to it. That means if you had $10,000, you won't even have the problem anymore. You you talk you you finance yourself out of the problem. <laughs> Immediately, your problems will be solved for a short period of time. And if you are smart enough to parlay that ten grand into something bigger, you be out of the problem complete completely. All of your problems are economics. All of your problems are economics. All of your problems are economics, male or female. You have problems with women dating. It's an economic problem. It ain't a looks problem. Trust me. If your economics was up, you'd be swimming. <laughs> you'd be swimming. You'll be doing backstrokes in enough of it. Trust me. Believe me. You'll be backstroking in it as an ugly guy. There will be no problem. Women seem to have no problem when money comes to the table. And so some women will say, well, not me. I'm not that type of woman. Unfortunately, you're in that race. That's your, that's your race. That's, the, that's your marketplace you're in. So you're competing against women that will do just about anything for a couple of dollars in a bowl of jasmine rice. So you might not be that one that does that, but the next woman is. What you won't do, the next woman will. So you can say, I'm high and mighty and I'm a good girl. Unfortunately, good girls don't get rewarded in this economy. Especially good girls that wait too long. You wait to 30, 35, 40. I'm a good girl. Too. You lost. You're going to lose that one. You better be good at 22. You might get rewarded. You're good at 35, very minimum rewards. You're in that rate. That's your competition. Your competition is the girl eat hungry for jasmine rice right now. All of your problems are economic. And the reason why pro blacks be sitting around mad is because they're broke and they can't get past that. They're stuck in that phase where they're just like, if just the racial problem were solved, I'll be rich. Mm. That's going to be a fat. No, nope. 
That's not why. That's not how the racial problem will be solved. All right. <laughs> if you just figure out how to figure racism out, if you just handed people money, no. Go get your money right. And all of a sudden, you ain't thinking about that no more. All right. Charlie Brown, he says, men, let, he says, men, let women hit the wall like Razal Ghoul. Hit the subway at the end of uh, Batman Begins. Tell women what Batman told Razul. He says, I'm not going to crush you, but I'm going, I'm not going to save you either. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. Yeah, I'm not going to crush you, but I'm not going to save you either. That's where I am with the ladies. That's where I am, ladies. Uh, I'm not going to crush you. But I'm not going to save you either. There is some jasmine rice at the end of this deal. But I'm not going to take you in. John Ellison, one of my 21-year-olds, keeps going to give plasma. I told her to stop. Shaking my head. It's that bad out there. See? There was a funny video. We're really going into overtime here. But there was a funny video of this woman that kept going to give plasma. Oh, I wish I could find it. She was just going back and back and forth, women giving plasma. I did it. Every month, she would just be out there giving plasma. Guys, there's a lot of people you know that are doing that. They just don't tell you. Here it is right here. Oh, look, 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 look. You can always depend on YouTube. You can always depend on YouTube. See, guys, this is how much recognizant work you should do. Check this out right here. Look at all the pages. Donating plasma, easy money, what no one told me. Donating plasma, my experience. All right, look at this guy right here, donating plasma. Bio donating plasma. I can't believe I did this, donating for the first time plasma. These are the strong and independent women right here. Women almost died giving plasma. Red cost plasma donation explained. Making money, the needle goes in. Why thousands of low-income Americans donate plasma. The plasma donation process. Jesus. I'm not laughing at you for doing this. I'm just telling you, people are not making it on one income. They're not. They're doing all of this stuff. So if they're donating plasma, I'm sure they're selling some peace league too. It is a crazy world out here. You guys think the world, oh, everything's fine. Most people are good. They're not. DJM coach, funny, you speak about water. The Colorado and Mississippi have not run flush into the ocean in literally 15 years. It's about to get tight out west. But y'all don't see this coming because y'all worried about, you know, you guys are distracted by Mickey Mouse issues. You're distracted by divide and conquer, right? You're distracted that you think that there's some real racial issue in here, in this country. There, there, There's something there. There's something there. But you need $10,000. That's what you need. All right? You'll get out of your problem real fast. Uh, there's bigger problems on the horizon. And they never report on it. They just, just distract you. Oh, this is so sniffles and over here. And he's not a doctor. And divide and conquer, mask, and all that stuff. Guess what's happening? They're pillaging the, they're pillaging the coffers right now. They're stealing your money right from up under you. They always want you worried about something that you can't solve. It's a problem they created. I want you to look at this. We're really going in overtime. Let me see here. I want you to look at this. 
Uh, let's see if this pops up and doesn't give me a bunch of ads and I can read it. I want you to look at this. I want you to tell me how odd this is. I, 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 in my world, this would be odd. This would be odd. Check a look at this article. Take a look at this article right here. This is a time I could do overtime. My son just got home from basketball practice. Take a look at this article. Does anybody think this is weird? And if you don't think this is weird, if you don't think this is weird, I would probably say you're not educated. You're not clued in enough. You don't know anything about tyranny, the French Revolution. You don't know anything about insider trading. You don't know anything about them picking your pockets. They got you looking this way. And then while they are have you looking at this way, they're going that way. <laughs> this is weird. This would have me cause for alarm. Let's just, let's just say this. If this were Donald Trump, <laughs> let's just do it like this. If Donald Trump did this during this time, we would be hearing this in the news every day. You know what I mean? If Donald Trump did this, we would hear it, we would hear it nonstop. They'd be like, we need the documents, we need his tax documents. But this is a politician, a politician making rules and mandates. This is a person who is benefiting from you sitting at home. While you're sitting at home, hyperinflation. While you're sitting at home, case support yourself. While you're selling peace leave on the side. While you're doing blood don donations and Uber at the end of the night. This is the traitor. 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 This is the traitor of Wall Street of the year 20 and 21. I don't know. I'm not having, I, I don't have faith anymore. I don't have faith anymore. I don't, I look at this and go, this can't be right. This can't be right. That we would see this and say, ah, nobody sounds the alarm. I, 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 listen, if you want to disagree with me, all I got to say is you don't know nothing. You don't know enough about world history. You don't know nothing about economy. You don't know nothing. You know what I mean? You're really, you really don't know. You really don't know. I mean, you don't know. This is the public servant. <laughs> Somehow managed to make a 90% accuracy return on investments at the same time. If right, if right here. Uh, Annualized returns of 69% as of October. She traded over $50 million in assets. I mean, her wealth grew by an estimated $16.7 million in 2020. She made a move that meant $5.3 million more for Pelosi to add an estimated $100 million to her fortune. 
oh, everything's okay, and racism and sexism. And <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you where do I go in with this without sounding like, oh, you just mad because Trump where do you go with this? Where do you want me to go to make you guys? Is this enough to wake you up or not? If you're fine with this, have fun with whatever comes from it. Have fun. Have fun. That's all I'm going to say. Have fun. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, guys. We ain't seen who else been able to capitalize off of this. Capitalize. And these are the people that want you to do what? Stay at home, get $2,000 in Stimulus check will help you take out PPP loan, put out, putting you in jail, uh, stay home and don't work anymore. These are the same people that's telling you to go into debt. These are the same people that got the supply chain jacked up. Have you working on uh, hyperinflation? Have you work losing your job? Same people, man. Or she's incredibly lucky type of thing. You know what I mean? This is what's happening here. JTJ, he says war with Russia and China will take Taiwan sad. And they've been fighting over Taiwan has been hanging out there on their own again. They were going to be independent at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Was that Taiwan? Yeah. Was that somebody else? I may be wrong on that. Taiwan was seeking independence. Yeah, I mean, that was that was before. I don't know if you remember before Corona hit. Taiwan was going cray cray trying to be like, hey, they finally got. They finally got independence from Britain. I can't remember what it was. They finally was about to get their independence. That was right before the Rona hit, right? Remember all that protest? Oh, that was Hong Kong? That was Hong Kong. Sorry. I, I misspoke. Was that Hong Kong? That was Hong Kong. They got their independence finally for Britain, and China was like, nope. Nope. That was Hong Kong. Sorry. Yeah, you guys are absolutely right. That was right before the Rona. That was. Uh, Dexter Barr says the problem with socialism is that it eventually you run out of other people's money. Uh, Margaret Thatcher and listen to it again. The problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money. It all hinges on other people's money, not the leader's money. As we can see, the leaders are going to have their money. NDJ and a lot of people left on that one because they don't want to see that truth. NDJ says, I'm glad the IRS is finally going after the millionaires and billionaires who transferred $600 with PayPal and Venmo. <laughs> That'll help. You damn PayPalers. All right, we're almost at the end. Teddy KGB says, Coach, I went out with a chick last night. She audits PPB loans. She showed me a screenshot where a person listed their profession as panhandler, and they still got the loan. Well, they're going to be going to jail. They're going to be going to jail. A lot of these PPP loan people are going to jail. Just wait. IRS is hiring some 80,000 new agents. Okay. Right now, we're going to a tough time. Hey, just wait. Y'all better keep all your receipts for the next seven years. Mike Love says, come on, coach, with that Jasmine Wrights, LOL. Uncle Ben's got the four-minute uh, four for 20 uh, microwave joints on deck. Step your rights game up, coach gang. All right. Any type of rice. All right, Benjamin says, overtime, we appreciate you, coach. All right, and that was, remember when I was, thank you, brothers. I remember and I said, I'm not taking no loans out. All right, that whole time, the whole time, I was like, I ain't, I'm not touching that game. But, oh, it's a loan. Remember when they said, it's a loan, but uh, you'll have to repay it, but we can forgive it. So it's kind of like a free money, 
uh, we'll forgive it. You just have to follow these qualifications. I was like, nope. I was like, I already got student loan debt. I ain't going into no more loan. <laughs> no more loans from the government. It's forgivable, though. It's forgivable. <laughs> okay, if it's forgivable, just hand the money out. Why make it a loan? Well, you just got to follow the rules. You know, there's certain criteria you have to meet. If you meet them, we'll forgive it. Uh, nope. Nah, nah, nah. I was like, no money for me. And I got, I literally have LLCs where I can get the money. I could have got out $80,000 easily. I was like, that's all right. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just go back to work. Remember the whole point was because you're not going to work, right? And your business got destroyed. I was like, forget all that. AV Network guy says, coach, I made 10K during my first week in Toronto back in December, 10K is not, he says, it's not life-changing in the U.S. Well, they'll take it, though, but shout out to you. you yeah, for, for guys that make above that money, 10K is not much. You just add it to your pot. You can invest it. You can play with it. But there's somebody listening to me right now. I always tell you, if you had, you got a problem that's worth 10K. You got 10 problems that's worth 10K. And it's holding you back in life. Join my blue chip mindset streams that I do every week here on this channel, every Wednesday. If you, you probably got 10 problems right now that ain't even amounting to $10,000 and they're, it's holding your life back. It's causing you stress. Like meaning you can get in shape if you had 10K and applied it to your life, got a personal trainer and blah, blah, blah. Say you're overweight and they meal plan and you had somebody to cook your meals. Uh, you have a child support issue. Um, you're saying that the, the diets and life don't work the same because you're a black man. 10K will change all that, like literally. It will put you in a different echelon. It will get you ahead. If somebody gave it to you now, if you have a broke mindset, you're going to waste that 10K. All of a sudden, I'm going to see Amazon boxes piled at your door and you never put that money where it needed to go. That's the problem with Americans right now. You literally will take that 10K and, and you will be like, damn, I'm about, to I'm about to solve multiple problems. Oh, but I want an Xbox. I want a PlayStation. I want this and want that. So I'll take half the money, put it towards my problems, but half the money I'll spend here. Now you got a 5K problem. You never got rid of the problem. And that's what Americans do. They'll look at that money because uh, they'll get the money in hand and they'll start remembering all the stuff they want. And they don't solve the problem. And then the bro that's how you stay broke. Yeah, and then the tax money, the taxes come from that. Then you start smoking the weed out. Yeah, you know, that's how Americans do. And that's why you are in your problem. And that, that's why you're blaming everything else for your problems. No, your problem is economics. If your mindset and the economics changed, the problems you think are problems are not problems anymore. John Williams says, show me a man who gets rich as a politician and I'll show you a crook. That's pr President Harriet, Harry Truman. I said pr President Harriet Tubman. President Harry Truman. Beyond, beyond every great fortune lies a great crime. Beyond, he says, behind every great fortune lies a great crime. 
Show me a politician or uh, show me a man who gets rich as a politician. And I'll show you a crook. Politicians aren't supposed to get rich like that. You're a public servant. You're like a police officer. You're like a teacher. You're like a library. You're not supposed to be getting rich off of information. You're not supposed to be doing that. Now, people do it. Everybody does it. But there, there's where the problem lies, right? Express DJ, thank you. Uh, he said, thanks to following the free agent lifestyle, I am making more money than ever. And women to age 20 to 50 chasing me and planning trips to Costa, uh, sorry, Colombia, Brazil, Austria, and now visiting Guatemala. Thanks, coach. It's the life, man. Free agent lifestyle is the answer. If you ever want to know um, what's going on in this life, oh, why I'm not giving solutions, well, what do we do? What do we do? I wrote a book called The Free Agent Lifestyle. It's the manual. If you're a woman, you can follow it too. The philosophy behind everything is the free agent lifestyle. If you change your mindset to that, your problems will start to get solved asapidly. And for men, it doesn't take much to change your life. There's only so many clothes you need. There's only so many Jordans you can buy. There's only so many watches you can buy. There's only so many cars you can get and drive. Once you get those things, I'm telling you, the, the amount of all of these items costs less than six figures. If in a five-year period you've made six figures, you've afforded all of those things. You've got all the toys and the trinkets. There's so many ATVs you can buy. In five years, you can have all of that and more. And then, like he said, age, if I'm at 46, age 46. From 20 to 50, women, no problem. At one point, it was a problem. At one point, I was worried about women not responding to my Tinder messages. Women ghosting, women flaking, women coming over, women riding the carousel. I was used to worry about that. Now I don't. <laughs> like, that's not a problem in my life. It's easy. It's a layup now. And the more we get into this world of the carousel, the less it will be a problem for you by getting your economics up. Uh, where are we at tier? Ambitious Hustler, my girlfriend found out that I had saved uh, $20,000 and in a secret in a secret apartment, so she kicked me out of her house. <laughs> You're doing what she did. They usually do to you. Shout out to you, Ambitious Hustler. Aliba Kalima, don't miss the post-chain cryptocurrency Richard Hart project. You are right, Coach. The government is coming for crypto. Pookie and Ray Ray need welfare. So when, so when you guys voted Biden in, you thought he was just going to solve all the racism problems. He got in there, and guess what he did? He affected now. He put into um, put in the law that they could come after your crypto. They could come after your, um, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call them? PayPal's. He made it harder for you economically. But you were so worried about racism that this dude didn't even literally go out and campaign. We just got to get the racists out. And then he'll solve all the racism problems. And then when they do that, you know what? No more chokehold. No more no-knock warrants. And then on the back end, while you're not looking and you think everything's safe, we don't have to watch him. We got the racists out now. And then on the back end, they make it harder for you economically. <laughs> like what? You didn't see that coming. Now they coming after everything. Now they dipping their nose in everything, $600 or more. Now he tightens up on everything. But y'all worried about a dancing, somebody, Kamal Harris dancing. You never watched, remember when they was watching, yeah, y'all worried about Juneteenth. And they'll say, we'll give you your Juneteenth. 
And then while y'all dancing with Kamala, let me pull her up. They tighten your ass up on the economics because you don't worry about economics. You ain't worried about that. You just worried about racist tweets. And meanwhile, now I'm not saying it's better on that side, but I'm saying you guys fall asleep. You guys fall asleep thinking that that's the solution. You're just going to cure racism by getting this man out the office here. Let me see if I can play this. I might not be able to play it. Here it is right here. Um, you guys get hot sauce in the purse. You know what I mean? You guys get all that. And then when they get in there, it start, it start raining Skittles. <laughs> You're going, what? Oh, yeah. See? She just like us. She can dance. And y'all don't look at no policy signing, no interviews. <laughs> All they got to do is trot her ass out here with people that look like her. Everything's fine. They do this ish all the time, and they know y'all monkey ass gonna fall for it. <laughs> what was the dude that did? Uh, he brought a uh, juvenile out there, the the rich Democrat dude. He lost in the presidential race. Then he started going out there. Hold on for a second. Rich politician twerking. I'm gonna show y'all. Y'all 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 don't know, man. And y'all like, well, it ain't no better on the other side. That's always y'all's excuse. You know what I'm saying? Well, it ain't no better. Like they helping us over there. All right. So keep keep doing the dumb y'all doing. All right. Let me see here. Who was the politician that that was out there dancing? After he announced he was about to pull out the race, then he brought rappers out there. It was oh Tom. There we go. Tom Tom State Stoyer. Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Right here. Hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna share it with you. Then they brought the they brought some Negroes out. This is gonna get blocked for sure. Let me see if I can play it. This is definitely gonna get blocked. There it is, right there. Oh wait a minute. Here it is. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, just dance for these. Just dance for him. Yep, all I got, uh-huh. Yep, this is right in the primary. <laughs> Back that boat up. They just bring some. They, dude, this ain't no different from uh from Chicken George. Bring Chicken George out. <laughs> Roll his ass out. Roll his ass out. We start dancing. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. They got you guys figured out. Hold on for a second. I'll play another one right here. I'll play another one. They got you guys figured out. They're like, all right, diversion tactic. Start dancing. I'm going to play the volume down. Diversion tactic. Oh, is it, and it's always around. Ain't, ain't it? Ain't it? It's always around black people. Here we go. Oh, diversion tactic. All right, we stealing money from them. All right, what we'll do is uh, we'll just dance. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
We'll figure it out. All right, we'll just dance. Hot sauce in my purse. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the basic classic ass illusion. Oh, she's one of us. She likes us. The master dancer with us. She likes us. Hey, come on. Come on out here. All I got to do, okay, do the do the bop. All right, do the, yeah, here we go. Just the Kate Lou dance. Oh, look at that. Oh, twerk it. Shake 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 it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Twerk it. Twerk it. Twerk it. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Uh-huh. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Just dance. Bill Gates in there dancing now. <laughs> here it is right here. All right, here it is right here. Here we go. I used a personal email account. It was here. Yeah. Look. Okay. Account. It was a Look, here she go. I used a per personal email account. Oh, who cares about all that? <laughs> oh, there's a girl on here? roller skates. Yeah. Okay, hell, I'll be back for you later. Bye, guys. Well, what else did you do? Oh, forget all that. Oh, I got to turn that off right there. What else are we gonna do? Oh, here we go. What's the name of this dance? What's the name of this dance? Drop, pop it like pop, lock and drop it. Oh, that's the whip and nay nay. Whip, whip. Watch me nay nay. And then guess who they brought out? <laughs> guess who they brought out? <laughs> they brought out a they brought out a black person. Hey, let's just hey forget about all this talking. Whip and nay nay. Watch me whip whip. Watch me nay nay. Rain and skittles and the Negro. Oh, they'll vote for us. Hell, just whipping Nene. Forget about it. Forget about all this talking. They don't listen to us anyway. Just whipping Nene. <laughs> Y'all don't see it, though. Y'all don't see it. Well, it's better than... Oh. <laughs> it's better than the racist tweet guy. Make up Frey. Make up Frey. We really working overtime today, but we chilling. Oh, here we go right here. Just dance. Here we go. Minneapolis mayor. The mayor. Oh, yeah. Let's just, hey, man. Just dance them. Just dance when they're around them. Forget about it. They don't care about nothing. There we go. They'll vote. Just show up and dance at a street party. You know, that's all they care about. I'll be one of them. Oh, wait. Somebody said they can't see it. Oh, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Sorry. Sorry about that. Here it is. I'll add it. Just dance. Just dance. I can't play the music because it's uh it's copyrighted, but it's the Cupid Shuffle. Tell it that. There it is. Just dance for them. And the woman will love it. And they'll be voting for Biden in no time flat. And then we can just hit them with the okie doke. <laughs> Somebody just brought it up right here. This when they figured it out, you know, because before then they had like, um, they had your boy uh, Walter Mondale out there. They tried to roll his ass out there. They were like, this ain't going to work. All right. They was like this. If we get Bill Clinton to play the saxophone, all right, that'll get it. That's how what, hey, dude, that won him the election. That won him the election. All right. He started playing the saxophone on Arsenio Hall. They was like, oh, that's what they like, dancing. This dude came back from Scandal with one. Let me see here. Here we go. Remember that? Bill Clinton was like, you know what I'll do? I'll show you my saxophone. Oh, 
Oh, I'm not sharing it again. Am I sharing it? There it is. Yeah, I'm sharing it. You know what I'll do? I'll pick up saxophone. <laughs> Michael Dukakis, they had him out there. Look at this. And then guess who they got? Guess who they got? A black guy. Dude, it's it's the simplest formula of all time. Just just show the black guy, show the shuffling. <laughs> Somebody says that ain't him though. Oh, it's an alien. And they ate that up. And guys, he wouldn't have got in if the vote was 85% black community. Like they literally need 90% to show up and vote. I mean, 90% black folks to put that vote right there. They need 90%. If it's somewhere about 80, 83%, they lose every single time. Somebody said it's a clone. All right, y'all really going in. It could be. Who knows? Anything past this point. And before Obama was here, they said this was the first black president, all because he can do this. And he liked fat white women. I swear to God. This country. You heard what I said. <laughs> you heard what I said. They said he was the first black president because he like he could play the saxophone and he liked big white women. That made him the first black president. What world do we live in? This is the the bar is low. Look, this was this was his girl, and it was like, oh, he just like a brother. He cheated on his wife, and he like big white women. Oh, we in there. <laughs> he just like us. You know, because Bill Clinton was always around some ugly girl. You know what I mean? He was always around an ugly girl. <laughs> and so the brothers was like, he just like us. He like them raggedy. <laughs> what was the girl name? The girl with the big nose and Hillary Clinton. Hey, dude, just like us, we gonna vote for that guy. We just said Paul Mooney said that too. Paul Mooney said something like that. All right, we need to stop now. We need to stop. Oh man. Okay, we're done here. Uh, let's see here. Last couple of super chats. Keith Allen. He says, Coach, I took my stimmy check and put it on my student loans. Just made my last. Payment Friday. Congratulations, brother, for that. Hey, that's what you had extra money. Not Jennifer Flowers, the other girl. Paula, Paula, Paula Jones, yes. Paula Jones. Yeah, Bill Clinton was always scandalizing with some, you know, marginally attractive. That was one of Bill Clinton's girls right there. And it was like, oh, Bill Clinton. He like them like the brothers like them. He like them like the brothers like them. All right. That was one of Bill Clinton's girls right there. Dave G, the Democratic Party has never had interest in correcting racism. Zero respect for the black community. Historically a racist party. You can't tell people that. They switched. They switched. The Republicans went Democrat. The Democrats went Republican. You know what I mean? According to them. But it is what it is. I mean, I think they're never, they'll never create correct racism because it benefits them why would they ever correct it they could just be the one that lob racism attacks over there and win they wanted to be racist 
All right. And they've always wanted it to be racist. Art Stanton says, see video of uh, Minneapolis mayor, Jacob Fry. I got that one. Night Stabber says, coach got me dying. Just dance, man tan, and sleep and eat. Give them the buzzer. Man tan, sleep and eat, and dance. Do this. Bring a black guy out. Dance. Win. What a crazy formula. Somebody says they won't correct student loans either. Guys, your student loans will never get, it will never get um, forgiven. Forget about it. They never, why would they do that? They literally are releasing the slaves with no benefit back to them. No way. That would be worse than, that would put us in an era worse than reconstruction. Why would they release the slaves? Like you stuck voting for them. <laughs> like you like, they're never gonna release you and just say, okay, you're free now. Just get it through your head. There ain't never gonna release it. Uh nobody's ever gonna watch this playback of the stream either. Nobody's ever gonna watch the playback because it's three hours long. Rele relevant music says, How do I send uh send you content to react to? Watch the first episode of the old show Dinosaurs. Since kids, they've been telling us men are only to use for money. I love that show back in the day. But that's all you guys are anyway, guys. You make the money they use us for. But there used to be a trade-off to that. We used to get a benefit from that. Now we don't. Conservative troll, he says, forget promising them jobs and economic support. Just do the nay-nay. <laughs> Just do the nay-nay. For real. Hot sauce in purse. Nay-nay. Then they show up with Charlemagne the God. You know what I mean? It's so. Martial arts, oriental medicine, morning coach, gang, the Dem party always been causing trouble and they created the KKK and they are socialists. Uh, I live in a socialist country. I know they, I know they're the same. And if you guys don't know, Franklin Roosevelt and the, you know, the new deal and all of that, he was the leader of this transition into socialism. For, as an ideology for that party. Remember, he served four terms. He didn't complete four terms, but he did serve four. And he got a lot of his admiration and respect was for fascism and, and, and full-off leadership. He was fascinated by Benito Mussolini. And he wondered how Mussolini got that power and got that respect from his country. He wanted that. And just so happened... We were in a full-scale war that got him to be elected four times. The only president to do so. Ever since then, there's been a question a lot of people will say, did, did communism or the communism or democracy win the war, war, war? You guys got to remember, we were allies with Russia at the time. The United Kingdom were allies with Russia. And Stalin at the time of World War II. We didn't fight against communism in World War II. We didn't fight against it. We teamed up with them. I don't know if you guys, these the problems we have today aren't problems. I'm I'm giving too much. They're gonna be after me today. Winston Churchill, Stalin and Roosevelt were on the same team. <laughs> they were together. 
And then after World War II, an influx of people came from Germany. An influx of people came in from these avenues. They started infiltrating into. Yeah, what's my guy's name that it can explain this? I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You guys can explain that. I'm giving too much a year. Uh, my man, Ambitious Hustler says, can't forget uh, when they went on the breakfast club and took out a bottle of hot sauce and a lot of people fell for it. Yes, indeed. A lot of people fell for it. He says, coach, not shuffling, get him. What's my guy's name that will explain all of this, guys? They started going into these universities early on. They infiltrated this thoughts of socialist ideology, agendas. A lot of these things happened after World War II. Okay. That would that directly came after World War II. So that was 1940 something. Since then, it's been an all-out assault on divide and conquer, right? Not Dane Calloway. I'm talking about the guy that came over from um, yeah, there we go. Yuri Ben Yuri Ben. I can't pronounce it. Yuri Esmanov. He can explain it. He can explain it better. Uh, and ever since then, we've been ever since then, we've been at each other's necks as Americans. I don't know if you guys know that as a country. Matter of fact, let me just say this. Oh, man, people are going to be after me today. I mean, I'm just letting you know. They don't not, they're not going to like anything that I'm talking about here. There was a time that the enemy was outside of our borders. Now we're enemies amongst ourselves, right? So we hate each other. We hate the Dem the Democrats, hate the Republicans, the Republicans hate the Democrats. The liberals hate the conservatives, conservatives hate the liberals. The whites hate the blacks, the blacks hate the whites. The Mexicans hate the black, and they hate the whites. Uh, the women hate the men, the men hate the women. So it's a divide and conquer strategy, which we're the enemy. We're our own enemy. That's strategic. That is a strategic way to divide and conquer. So constantly we're fighting each other. The masked people hate the unmasked people. The masked unmasked people hate the masked people. The people who with has the poke, they hate the unpoke people. The unpoke people hate the poke people. <laughs> Don't you see that this is a, a way to get you really uh, hating your own? And then as a result, uh, the people who, the biggest way they've been able to push these things forward were to wait for people who served in World War II to be dead. The only way they get this over uh, uh, effectively is for people from that generation to be dead. Because those are the people who fought for the savior of the country. Those are the people who re realized the importance of the Constitution. Them people dead now. And who's left now? Boomers who sacrificed everything and got nothing. Generation Xers, latchkey kid-ass people who don't care. And they have their allegiance to hip-hop and rock and roll and, and all that stuff. They don't care about nothing. Millennials, they were doomed from the start. And Gen Z. So people who served in World War II or came from that generation, Great Depression, they can't speak up. They're, they're like, well, no, we can't do that. That's against the Constitution. We can't do that. that how, why would we do that? Those people were the ones who overwhelmingly fought in those times for that principle. They're all gone now. The people that fought today were either draft dodgers. I'm sorry, the people alive today were either draft dodgers, people that were against war, people who are against American as a culture, divide and conquer people, people that have been living year to year, always at another American's neck. 
right? Our generation of people have been always against another American's neck. We've been always at somebody else. It's your fault we have problems. It's the man's fault. It's the woman's fault. It's the black people's fault. It's the white people's fault. It's the Democrats' fault. It's the Republicans' fault. It's the millionaires' people's fault. It's the poor, the poor people's fault. It's the welfare. It's the welfare queens. It's the rich people taking the money. This is all a way to get you distracted. Meanwhile, while you looking this way, mad at this person behind your back, your own kind's picking your pocket. Your own kind's killing you. You worried about things that will never happen to you. You worried about walking and jogging through a white neighborhood. One person got shot like that. But then in Chicago, 28,000 people got shot by their own people and we're crickets. <laughs> it's just like, why are you worried about white people? It's your own people killing you. And same thing with white people. White people, you worried about minorities coming through your neighborhood and lowering the property value. You killing your own people. White people do the worst thing to their own people. They creep up in some woman's house, Ted Bundy style. And then bang. Your own people are going to do the worst to you, but we're always focused on other people. Just like this whole men and women thing. Women are worried about men all the time. Meanwhile, your own women do the most damage to you. They tell you to give up on your dreams. They sabotage you. They get you looking here. Cut your hair. Put a bull nose ring in. Twerk. Do a challenge. You know what I'm saying? They really... You do your own, uh, what do they call it? You do your own um, objectifying. You, you objectify yourself. You don't need men to objectify you. You do it on your own. When given the choice between earning the career and objectifying, you guys overwhelmingly chose to objectify yourself when given the choice. Mm. Men ain't doing it. Your women talk you in divorcing your good husband and telling you to go back to the street. The men aren't doing it. Same thing with the men. You guys are worried about these women, but then you guys are the ones killing each other. You guys are the ones stealing from each other. You guys are the ones stabbing yourself in the back to get a woman's allegiance. You, you guys are always need to worry about, you guys are always worried about somebody else, but who's getting you is your own. Anyway, man, we, we need to get this show done. Ambition Social says, can't forget when they went on the breakfast. Oh, I got that one already. And Rich Black Love is in the building. Shout out to you. We're done with this show. We're done with all this truth. They may not like all this truth. So at some point, probably, we're probably going to be um, on Patreon or something at some particular point. Also, this interracial dating thing, you guys worried about the small percentage of people that go over there. All oh, these people ain't going to accept you. And your own people don't accept you. White people, black, doesn't even matter. You worried about white men going to Asian women and then the white women doing you dirty. Uh, black women are worried about black men going to white women and then they come back to the hood and you do them dirty too. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. 